Hello gamers and welcome to episode 380 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for July 9th, 2022. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? The middle of summer, Daniel. Yep. It's the middle of summer, man. Um, it was like one good day this week. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe a couple. There was a nice little breeze on like wednesday maybe i think it was wednesday yeah i want to say wednesday i want to say wednesday or thursday maybe thursday because that's why i went out to um well maybe it was wednesday and thursday because when thursday i went out to eat and mm-hmm. i wore jeans mm. and i wasn't sweating so that had that was a good day uh yeah it was just humid like it was I think it was like the low 80s but it was just humid but it wasn't horrible horrible you know it was like compared to the other days, mm. it was bad. But hey, but I hope everybody had a great Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. Had fun hanging out with friends or family, or maybe just strangers, but having a good time. You know? <laughs> hope nobody lost their limbs or anything. Yeah, hopefully. You know, with the fireworks, um, I know we had a tragedy that happened, and that was that's really unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, things, and you know, you know, they say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> But I, when I saw the dude who did the shooting, I, uh-huh. I, I was going to leave it at that. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, come on. All he needed was just to have a sign saying, I'm going to murder people. Like, that's I'm all he needed. murder your family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, 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 God darn. Which, I mean, he basically did in some of those music videos that he put out. So. I mean, should the, now some people are asking this question, which, I mean, I think should happen. The, the father should be charged, get some charge or something. Mm. Because... He knew his son, well, well, he did know his son had mental issues, mm-hmm. and he bought him a gun. Oh, he bought him the gun, huh? Mm, yeah. Well, why would you get somebody who has some mental issues? That's like like people with sharp objects once have mental issues. Like, you don't do that, right? So why, yeah. why a gun? Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think he is responsible. <laughs> I think. Yeah, it's hard to make the argument that he's not if, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's one thing if you got young kids out here buying their own guns and then doing stuff like this, but yeah, I mean, if you're the parent, you, I I guess he trusted him with that gun. Maybe that was a bad idea, though. And I say maybe, but like, obviously, yes. Yes, yeah, obviously. All right. At this point. But, uh. All right, so I guess we could get down to. Oh, yeah. Do you want to say anything? Did they talk about your Fourth of July weekend? How what you did? It was nice. I mean, we just stayed at home. Uh, my daughter doesn't like fireworks anymore. Like she was unfazed by them when she was younger, but now she's starting to like internalize stuff a lot more, and she gets scared by things a lot more. So she did not like it at all. We just had her with headphones on. Was listening. it the noise? Uh, yeah. You didn't. You don't have those. Headphones? Well, I put headphones on her and I took her outside just to see if that would do anything, and she did not like that either. So, how about she, blindfold? <laughs> <laughs> I did not try that. Um, how about your but, dog? How'd your dog react to fireworks? Uh, my dog was fine with them. Oh, okay. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't do like he didn't need a thunder vest or anything like that. It was, <laughs> he was perfectly fine. That stuff didn't affect him. I mean, oh. he, you know how he was. He was very relaxed about everything. He didn't really. Yeah. 
But yeah, I tried it was, to scare him. What's that? <laughs> I tried to scare him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like it was nice because there was it seemed like there was just like group of young dudes like going around the neighborhood, going on different streets, just lighting like serious fireworks off. So like there was some nice stuff to see around here without you know seven foot off my porch basically. Oh okay. Um, so that was cool, and you know hopefully when my daughter gets a little older she'll be a little chiller with them. But yeah, yeah, it was nice. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't do nothing, man. I just chilled. I was mm-hmm. I was good. My family you did pop a lot on of the stuff. VR and and watch some fireworks in there. Oh yeah, I probably should have did that. You gotta try. That. I think I watched a little bit of the. Well, there were some fireworks outside my window. Because uh-huh. I was at Damascus, I guess they were doing somebody was doing something out there, and I looked out there and seen and saw. Yeah. Um, and I think I watched a little bit of whatever was on PBS. Uh, it was the DC or something. Mm, they were shooting yeah, fireworks. they usually do like and national I, fireworks or something like that. Yeah. And people singing that I, I don't know anymore <laughs> or, or never knew them because they're new. Uh, yeah. So. All right. So I guess we get down. To what? Uh, what I watch in sports. I know my Orioles have won six in a row as of this podcast. So hopefully by the time you hear it, they have won like ten in a row or something <laughs> by then. Uh, they haven't won double digits games in a row since I want to say nineteen ninety nine when they won thirteen. Was it? Was it eleven or thirteen? One of the one of the two. But yeah, the most I really ever seen. I thought it was seven. I mean eight, but it was seven. Maybe because I was one. I was rooting for eight to go. Um, they won seven doing a buck show alter, Tom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so six in a row, this team's been going. They are like what three games below five hundred, I believe now, and they've been looking good. They've been walk offs. These three out of these six games. That's pretty impressive. So yeah, they're forty one and forty four. All star breaks about to come up. Uh, Want to say it's either next week or the week after next. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to say maybe the. Is it the? It's the twelfth. Is it the twelfth on to thirteenth? Okay, Shit. so that'd be this coming week. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. No, I was kind of asking because I'm. Uh, I was thinking because yeah, I mean it's usually I, right around this time. So yeah. So yeah. So they'll. This is probably their last series then. Um, against the angels, they're playing the Angels right now, which you know has Shoyatani and Trout. So I saw them. They they both those guys have hit wrong runs on us, but. They haven't won, so hey, I'm okay with that. So oh, wow. Day. The All-Star game's not until the 19th. Oh, so it's later. Okay. So, huh. no, we still got a week. Yeah. We still got a week beyond before that happens. Can't so get all your June. votes in. I know. There's no Orioles right now. Yeah, there right now. Dominic. <laughs> you and I both know that. Yeah. I got to hope somebody gets hurt, and maybe they might get somebody just to come up. Yeah. So, wish, wish for injuries, people. This for injuries. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else happened? Um, NFL. Oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield, the guy who they replaced. Well, they got replaced at Cleveland mm. uh, with, you know, Watson. And now he's final team. They sent him to Carolina. So he's on Carolina. Uh, what else? Is he taking the spot of anybody notable? Um, Can't think they of may be Sam Darnold. There. I don't know if they're going to be competing. They might be competing. Some people think they want they should compete for the spot, but mm. possibly Sam Darnold. And Sam Darnold, he's okay. He's okay, but he's not great or anything. He's not. Gotcha. 
he could be from bad to good. I've never seen him great, but who knows? Maybe with the right team, he can do something. But we'll, people, I think more people are probably rooting for Baker Mayfield to actually get back because it's kind of weird that like this guy who made Cleveland relevant <laughs> within the last like four years, more so than my whole lifetime. Yeah. And, and now they're just like, oh, no, nah, this guy Watson is great and he's available. Maybe it's going to replace you. I mean, was that really all it was? Was just like, yeah, we think this guy's going to be better. So peace out. Yeah. Wow. Because, yeah, he was like in all the commercials and everything. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and But, I mean, he had his issues, like some interceptions and stuff. But I'm just thinking, like, who the hell are you going to get? Right. I mean, <laughs> but uh, hey, I guess they say, well, Watson. We got Watson now. Watson is don't yeah, people are looking at Watson to be one of the greats out there, so but darn, it's just Is Watson Watson's not the one that had like all the claims and stuff against him, was yeah, it? Yeah, that's him. That's him. Oh, okay, it is him. Gotcha. Yeah. So I thought that that's was that's another him. thing. And that's another thing. It's like you took a, a chance with a guy who's going through all these lawsuits. Right now right. it's all just because none of them all these are just uh civil lawsuits now going against him. Mm, that okay. they kinda Paying people off just to shut the fuck up, but <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> uh, the old Vince McMahon, as you will, <laughs> yeah. But now, but it's just that, yeah, you really didn't take a chance on that. But then again, it must be it's gotta be something they know because why would you take a chance on that unless you know, like, yeah, especially no if you're proof. getting rid of Baker Mayfield, to, yeah, to have this guy, there must take be no spot. proof. So it looks bad just from the outside point of view of like, oh, you're taking a guy like this who could be, uh, Convicted rapist of multiple, not rapist, uh, well, sexual assault of multiple women, mm-hmm. sexual misconduct or something. But I, but hey, I mean, I guess like like literal law is like, hey, he's never been convicted, right. and no, there's no proof of him actually doing it. So, but now they're saying should there be a suspension, and I'm like, if he's found innocent, why should there be a suspension? What's this? What would be the suspension for then? Yeah, and that's that what I want to know. Weird. Yeah, because if he's not convicted of anything and he's not pled guilty to anything, uh, so what would it be the suspension for? Uh, I guess having sex with too many women and them coming after you? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know <laughs> what you do. Because, yeah, because, of course, the player association are pleading like, hey, he's going to get suspended. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, because yeah, what are you suspending him for, honestly? Because he filled out that celibacy vow and he he didn't hold to it clearly. <laughs> All right. So what else has happened? Um, basketball. Um, oh yeah, Kevin Durant asked for a trade. So mm. that's the big news in basketball right now. Seeing where Kevin Durant is going to go, like what team he's going, who's going to pick him up, um, who's going to pay that money, who, what they're going to give up to get him. Yeah. So at first, like it looked like the NBA was going to have any news really, and it's almost like. Me and my brother was talking about that. I said, Darren, the NBA is not really anything happening. Everybody's just pretty much staying where they are. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Durant just said, oh, ask for a trade. Almost like, this is a setup when they have some news to talk about <laughs> in all season. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, it's boring. You say, oh, you've got something to stir the pot. So people ask, like, hey, can he go to L.A.? Or can um, Kyrie go to L.A.? Because some mm-hmm. people talk about Kyrie going. Since he, Kyrie, hey, well, why would Kyrie want to stay? Or... You want to stay with them if Kevin Durant's not going to be there. I don't know. Is Kevin Durant and Kyrie are in good terms with each other? We don't know. Is what's right. going on? Uh, 
What's the reason why Kevin Durant is asking for the trade? I haven't really got any reasons to speculation. But yeah. So it's kind of like you were talking about last week. Like everybody went to the Nets to hopefully do something big, and now everybody's just trying to leave. Yeah. It's like, Darren, man, nothing happened. Like these guys barely played with each other all yeah. those years. Like they never even played a full season together. It It's ridiculous. Like, Darren, them going to the Nets. They had three of the top players, some of the top players in the NBA. They had Durant, Harden, and Kyrie Irving. And nothing. I'm just thinking, if Kyrie would have got the COVID shot, what would it be? Because I think Harden, that was one of the reasons why Harden left, because of like the whole thing with Kyrie Irving. Like, mm. Just like him getting, getting his way. Or something like that. That's yeah, what that's what he's frustrated with saying. the drama, basically. Yeah, um, I'm just saying, like, if he did, what what would this had ever happened? Would they all that? I I don't know, but hey, it is what it he is. He wouldn't be playing anymore, Donnie, because the vaccine would have killed him. Oh yeah, that's true. It would. Yeah, it would took all. His, yeah, he couldn't. Well, he wouldn't be any good. He probably would play, uh, but he yeah, would, it would have sucked out his magical like basketball powers. Yeah, made him magnetic, also. All right, so yeah, that's it. Oh, oh, and um, Avalanche won the um hockey. Oh, cool. the champions. They beat Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, they beat, yeah. They beat your Tampa Bay Lightning. That, I think, right. Oh, we did. We just talked about that last week. Yeah, I think we talked about that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Did um, they play the um? Oh no, we talked about that last week too. The uh, American Football League stuff. Oh yes, yeah. Because I couldn't that. remember if we had just talked about the playoffs or if the the championship happened too. But I think that had happened. Actually, no, it didn't. No? No, the championship happened on Saturday night. Oh, okay. Sunday night. I'm sorry, Sunday night. So, yeah, we didn't talk about it. So, Who won that? Alabama. Alabama are the champions. Okay. They won, so it was a good game, too. It was a good game. I um I enjoyed it. Unfortunately, both quarterbacks got hurt on the teams. Oh, like, wow. Like, in the second half. At least but, it's the end of the season, I guess, right? <laughs> it sucked. Cause, got some time well, to recover. Yeah, the guy he was helping the team come back, uh-huh. and he got hurt. Uh, so that I think that was it hurt them more than anything. Uh, and plus, he was about to get married the next day or oh two days God. after. <laughs> oh, wow. So I guess he's gonna have a cast on his leg um, going down that aisle. That's rough. So yeah, I was like, darn, that is very unfortunate. I said, man, because he had to get carted off. I said, oh man, mm. damn. Uh, but it was it was a good game though. The because um, the guy who came in for Alabama, I remember he came in. He threw an he threw a, did he threw an interception or yeah, I think he threw an interception or something. And like he was all frustrated, and like you could hear because they had the mics for the coaches and the players. Mm-hmm. So you hear them just talking to each other, fuss each other. But that, like, but then the coach, he's like, "Look, say calm down. Look, we're going to win this game. Say don't think. So we're going to win this game." And like they were down, and they hey, they came back and won. So now you know what the promo is going to be for like the next. <laughs> year for the show, they're gonna show stuff, show that thing. I'm saying we're gonna win this time. Coach quarterback, we're gonna win this game. Uh, yeah, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Like, uh, I'm glad to finally see a full season of something of another football league. So now yeah. next year we're gonna have them and the XFL. I don't know what the schedule is gonna be like because I think neither sport has their schedules. Either league has their schedule's ready right now. Mm. And I don't know what USFL is going to do next year. Because they say they want 
to at some point travel, you know, not just right. have it all in Alabama. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh oh yeah, Wimbledon is happening. It sucks because Nadal was looking real great, but then he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, wow. he did win his match though. So hmm. some people were thinking that ah, uh, since he knew he really something went wrong, maybe he should have stepped out so they can still be a semifinals. Uh, oh, because whoever just gets the pass, then yeah, they get the pass because this guy who a lot of people hate, uh, Curios or something. I think because he always fusses and stuff. Okay. He gets a pass. He gets to play whoever wins between Djokovic and whoever he plays. Which mm. most likely it probably be Djokovic. So he might Djokovic might win. It sucks because the doll he had the chance to go for the the slam, um, the grand slam because he won the last two big matches. So he had this one and then the U.S. Open to win. Mm. And it just sucks that he got injured. It's like, oh, man. And on the women's front, there's two women who never been to the women's finals. Like none of the, so they're just totally new. I think one is from um, Kagavistan, Kagavistan. And one is, I don't know where she's from. They say African. Mm. But she's not black. <laughs> so I don't South know. South Africa? Well, I want to say that too, but I don't know. She looks doesn't look white either. Oh, okay. So I mean, gotcha. she's still gonna be South African though. Yeah. I just don't know. Which thing is? Here's the thing. I want that to be commonly said now because even if you're a fucking Egyptian or Liberian or whatever, you say African because <laughs> I don't I I don't like that term anymore. Like using us as an African American. No, you call them all Africans then because it's, it's a but we can say, hey, it's a fucking continent. You can't just speak and say, hey, I'm African. Like, you said, the fucking country you're from. Say, well, fine. So everybody from Africa. I'm African. North American, so, so, Dominic. <laughs> and I'm proud of it. <laughs> but yeah, so it, but yeah. So they have them for the first time ever, like for their respective countries to be in a mm. Wimbledon, um, the finals. And I mean, that's good for them. This sucks that I won't be watching because I, don't have any American. No way to root for her. I don't have any root for And just like in the men's, I don't have any root for Actually, I wanted the doll versus Djokovic. And since I'm not going to get that, it's not a big deal to me. Like, I, I'm sorry. It's tennis, I like tennis. I don't love it. And I like it for the stars. So <laughs> I need the stars. Or I need something. I need a record. Like, if something happening, like, this could be a record, I'll watch it. I don't care if it's not yeah. a record or not. But, like, well, see, for the men's, it's not going to be Americans. We don't have no big-time American anymore. But I want to see the big guys play. Like, if it was, if it was Federer was there, he wasn't there for this one, I believe. Um, I want to see Federer playing against the doll or Federer playing against Djokovic or right. vice versa. All, any of those guys playing against each other. Since it's not, it's like, ah, uh, it sucks. And you can even see an announcer's <laughs> like McEnroe. You can even hear him talking. Like, he just... He's kind of upset too because he really wanted yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. So, any wrestling news? Um, not really anything I can think of as far. Well, I mean, I guess Money in the Bank happened last week. That was a good show, but uh, not really much to talk about coming out of that. Um, the big news that came out yesterday is that there were apparently like four more women, twelve million dollars that uh, Vince McMahon paid hush money to. So that's good. Uh, he did <laughs> seemingly did not uh, appear on SmackDown last night like uh, 
a lot of people were expecting him to because he did last time just immediately like, came how out. How is it getting out? The women are snitching? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's coming out reporting through, I think, the Washington Post. He needs to sue and get his money back. (laughs) You signed this NDA. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's not looking too hot for him, but apparently the backstage report, uh, for him was basically when this stuff came out last week or the week before when we originally talked about it, basically his thought on it was like, fuck them. I don't care. Like, I don't care what they're saying. I didn't do anything wrong. They can't get rid of me. And now I think like the word going around is that like they're trying to make it report that like if Vince McMahon is not in charge at the WWE, then the company's going to go down or something like that. When the reality of it is like WWE is an established enough brand at this point that if Vince McMahon never appeared on TV again or wasn't in charge, they would be perfectly fine. In fact, like, if all of, well, not all of, but if some of the creative failings are the result of Vince McMahon and they replaced him with someone that ran a better show, then the popularity for WWE could only go up really. So I don't know. I, I really just hope he goes away at some point and doesn't come back and quietly, uh, uh, goes on about his business. So, well, hopefully that business is not continuing to sexually harass people, but you know what I'm saying. Dominic. Yeah, just disappear off the face of my social medias and uh, never have to hear about him again until he dies in his 90s or whatever like his mother did. Because that man still got years in him, Dominic. He's only in his 70s. His mother died when she was like 99 or something. So He's not going like anywhere. The, like, like the queen, like the queen. Exactly. But the queen won't live. It's just like two hundred. <laughs> the robot queen. We replaced her with a long time ago. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's all I got for wrestling right now. All right. So I guess we get to what we've been watching. Um, I'll go through bonds real quick. All okay. right. So. I finished Ozark off. I finished that series off. So nice. like the series is over and. It was okay ending. Mm-hmm. It's little uh, soprano wish, mm. uh, but open to interpretation a little bit. It would be if the, but the director told us what happened. Oh, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but it, overall, series is good. The ending was eh, it was all right. Um, I mean, like the very end, like the overall show that. That show was all right. It was it was pretty good, but the very end was a little like, oh, so this is what happened. But yeah, but overall, great show. Real, uh, really enjoyed it. Not better than Breaking Bad, but for a Netflix show, like to be in that conversation, they had some good actors in there, man. Mm. Uh, like the late the girl who plays Ruth is really good. I, I like her. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I actually thought this show was going to... I mean, I, first of all, I thought the show was going to suck from the very beginning. Because uh, <laughs> I just gave it a chance. I just gave it yeah. a chance to say, like, okay, let me see. Is there anything good? And I was like, oh, man, this is actually all right. So, yeah, Netflix says every now and then some shit sticks, you know? Yeah. It, it, it sticks on that wall. All right, so... I know you were a little concerned about how many episodes were in this last season. Did it feel drug out, or did they nah, do all right there? It, it was actually okay. Okay. They probably could just split it into two 
just to do, do two seasons. I mean, but mm-hmm. I think they usually do. Maybe they do usually do ten to thirteen episodes. I forget. Uh, I mean, it. I mean, I guess in some way they could have made it shorter. They could have ended it earlier, but no. But, but you didn't feel like it was yeah. necessary. I guess is what I'm yeah. asking, right? Yeah. Like it didn't didn't damper your enjoyment of it. No, it didn't. It. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It didn't do that. So good. good on them. All right. So I did finish Barry. Uh, Barry is the comedy on HBO about a guy who's a uh, contract killer, mm-hmm. but he's trying to be better and he's acting. Uh, so <laughs> he's like a, a new, like one of those um, student actors and stuff. So now this is like it's third or fourth season. I want to say I want to say third. Uh, and yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of shit's hitting the fan, and like uh, seems like he's getting cornered. Uh, but it, yeah, I mean, a lot of things happen in this episode. Like, I'm, it makes you like, man, I can't wait for next season. I just hope they don't take too damn long where I forget what the fuck happened. <laughs> like I did with this one. Where yeah. I had to watch the goddamn last episode again from the previous season to know what the <laughs> hell happened. Uh, but no, it, it's hilarious. Like this show is, it's funny, man. Like, yeah, it's just a comedy throughout. It's funny. It's like a very dark comedy too, because like people be dying, man. But it's very, it's God, man. It's, this show's great. It's great. Yeah. Also, I finished watching Obi Wan. Obi Wan was pretty good. Okay, I I will say I did enjoy it. I'm curious about okay spoilers about the woman. Like she's alive. So yeah. What, what are they doing? I don't know, cause it, the sad thing is, like, it felt like the series was gonna maybe put a little bit of focus on her, and then like all of her story was very rushed right there at the end, and didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Like, you know, she has that fight with Darth Vader, which was cool, and then she just gets but she absolutely lives. yeah, she absolutely just gets destroyed by him, but like stabbed with a lightsaber and she survives. But then she's like. I I guess the motivation is I'm mad, so I'm gonna go kill his son. Yeah, I was like, oh, so I'm gonna kill his son, but he doesn't even know, right? Which I mean, I don't know if she knows if he knows or not, but you would think she does, and you would think if she knows that he doesn't know, then killing his son's not gonna do much, unless she plans on like cutting off his head and bringing it to him, and be like, this was your son, ha ha. Yeah, like I just I don't. So I don't know, and it's very weird to like also save that reveal of her being, you know, one of the kids from the from the from the beginning. Yeah, which I was saying, I was saying like, yeah. hey, but but they weren't all the kids. It was just her. She was the one that mm-hmm. survived. That's what that was the because my prediction was that all the uh, sisters and brothers gotcha were them. Yeah, I, and it's like yeah, it should have yeah to save it at the end. They should have like had her keep like at least remembering something mm-hmm. from that. Like as the show, because you also on. don't like. I mean, obviously, you and a, a lot of people were speculating that that was the case, and it really only made sense for why they would even show that scene. Um, but they never like explicitly state that state that until the end of the series. So it's not like it's this revelation really because people know or assume but it's also not used to like really create this motivation because she's complaining about obi-wan not saving her 
But meanwhile, she's been working with the guy that terrorized her the entire time. Seemingly. Like that could have been a story on its own of her infiltrating and trying to kill Darth Vader. Yeah, so like if the whole idea with her spending this time with her with, with him was to get close enough to kill him. Okay, but like during that entire time you're doing exactly what he did and hunting down Jedi children and killing them. So like Yeah. Mm, doesn't 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 make a whole lot of sense when you start putting all those things together. Um, so I was, I was a little disappointed what they ended up doing with her story and I like, I enjoyed the show overall, but the other thing that bothered me about it is having that Obi-Wan Darth Vader fight, which was very cool in this last episode, but Obi-Wan gets to the point where he could just kill that dude. Yeah. I see. I and was he thinking, doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't it does it doesn't make sense. It doesn't especially make sense. What, what, especially once Darth Vader is like, I killed your friend, he's no longer here. Obi-Wan at that point is not killing Attican. He's killing Darth Vader and saving the, the universe from multiple years of just death and destruction like yeah yeah it doesn't end the empire but you heard it you know you yeah heard, you take this guy out um but you know yeah it doesn't make sense because and plus for me to say like i don't want to kill my friend and or you use the thing like you don't always have to kill but it's like you killed a lot of um <laughs> things you know at the war you didn't just kill <laughs> robots yeah, that, that child uses it like, "Hey, y'all was killing those robots. You, y'all killed people too, the Jedi. So, it's killing him is no, is not not a bad. I mean, it's just or it's just as bad as you doing killing an enemy. He's mm-hmm. an enemy now. Yeah, it just seems like such a cop out. I mean, obviously you can't kill Darth Vader because we know no. he's alive in those movies. But it should have made something happen. But don't something put him happened. in that position. Then. Yeah. But make it to just walk away. I was thinking like maybe uh, a pillar will fall down before something could happen. It's something like even if yeah. he just like senses that Reva's about to kill Luke or something. And he's like, oh, shit, I got to go. Like, I still wouldn't necessarily be happy about that. But that would be better than him just making the same exact mistake that he made in Revenge of the Sith. Literally the same exact mistake. Yeah. Not See, killing this dude. I would have thought like Vader when he buried him in a rock. Mm-hmm. He thought he was dead and just left. Yeah, or something that that part makes sense to me. Like Vader's, like yeah, or whatever, right? But it's the Obi Wan thing of like I was very much once he starts fucking him up. I'm very much like, okay, when is Darth Vader gonna like just punch him in the dick or yeah. something? Like get a cheap shot on him and, and get away, or you know, the Imperial ship shows up and starts shooting at him both, and Darth Vader is able to get evacuated or something. But for Obi Wan to just walk away is just like, you know what? Sometimes the heroes have to make the tough choices. It's not just about the hero always being the good guy. Like I, ugh, it just angers me so much. Yeah, I mean, but that's how Star Wars. See, Star Wars now is in a complicated place because they're trying to build something to be deeper. But you always always think about what um, the guy on um, Red Letter Media said. Like mm-hmm. Star Wars is surface level type of stuff. It was always just yeah. good versus evil, and 
thing is since you made it that way it you gotta it's kind of hard to go back on that or or you just have to change it like because you're still trying to make it like jedi good sith or bad right but and then it gets to points where like look so does it make sense for him to leave that guy alive though i mean this is (laughs) this is war yeah uh it's like i don't (laughs) it doesn't make sense like this isn't those superhero type shit because you can't nobody take them. You want to take them to jail? These these superheroes take them to jail. Like where you take? You are just leaving them, <laughs> and he's not dead. Yeah, it's just it's so frustrating. <laughs> like why? Why are you doing this? Why did you let him then go on to blow up Alderaan? And again, I know it's not you know ending the empire, but that that's a serious blow. Like let's be realistic here. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a serious blow. That's what I'm saying. They lose like one of their their best um force wielders. Yeah. Like like or the best. Because he's technically, I mean he's he's only limited to the to the Emperor to uh because he just follows him. But he wants to yeah. take over too, but he just doesn't know he never gets to the point to do it. Yeah. And he feels strong enough. Cause you got because as strong as he is, he has to convince the other soldiers too, because you can't like every soldier goes against him, he could kill a lot of them, but he'll die eventually. Like they're not yeah. totally invincible. Um, except to make the the emperor that way because they ruined it in the fucking sequels. <laughs> um, but yeah, ah, uh, yeah, it has this problem. Like the the show was overall, the series was overall fun. Uh, I really yeah. enjoyed the girl um, who plays as um, Leia. Uh, she she mm-hmm. was really good. The little girl, she was, yeah, yeah, because children are usually horrible. Um, so. <laughs> So I, that's what I kept thinking. Like she must be a little person. Maybe that's a little person that's playing as her because she's too good. Uh, so, but yeah, I, yeah, but that was a problem. The ending, like for, as far as the arc of like what Star Wars is, is like man, you make it so that he left them twice. See, it was supposed to be we were we were mad one time that oh Darren he should have killed them right then then and there. But I can understand the man's all burned up. He didn't think he was going to be re- rebuilt to be Darth yeah. Vader. So now it was like, okay, this Obi Wan is just horrible. He is horrible at his job. It's like, it's like, it's, <laughs> he is. It's, 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 He's inept. Yeah, darn. Uh, all right. So what else did I watch? Uh, okay, so I watched a couple of uh, animes. Um, I actually finished the series. Bob Psycho okay. One Hundred. I finished the series. It's only what, like maybe ten episodes each season. So I watched the first season. Okay. And the second season, maybe. 10 or 12 i forget but it's not it's not long but it's it's good like this is probably one of my favorite animes because of how funny it is um the visuals of it looks pretty good mm-hmm. and okay the story is that bob is a middle school kid which is funny how they make middle schoolers but they make middle schoolers like they're high schoolers really <laughs> like i mean some of the kids look like they could be middle school but you got some kids who like the older kids they're like the, the grown-ass men so I'm like, <laughs> why do I say middle school? I say Japanese people are just so weird with their stuff. Haven't always had to be young, you know, but whatever. He's in um middle school and he has psychic abilities. And he works for this guy who is a charlatan, though. He's a fake type <laughs> of psychic. And he uses him. He uses Bob. So when he has something that's real, he gets Bob and say, hey, I'm training you. So I want you to take out this spirit and you know make him go away and bob does that and sometimes he actually hey hey master or say like 
you keep asking me the last man to do stuff, why can't you do it? I said, oh, mom, because I'm trying to teach you. He said, I'm trying to teach you something <laughs> like that. Um, but he's still, but also he's a good guy, though. He's still a good guy. The, 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 um, the Charlotte's is still a good guy. And also, Bob, um, later on in the series, um, like a few episodes in, he meets this other thing, the spirit. He defeats it, but he, it doesn't die all the way, and he ends up being with Bob. He ends up like being his friend. But really, he's trying to take over his body eventually. So he's trying, that's what he's trying to do. But eventually, he just becomes a friend. Mm. Um, Bob has a brother who's jealous of him, but he doesn't, he acts real nice to him. But then he does get psycho problems. I'm kind of spoiling it a bit if you never watched it. But that's the, that's the gist of the series. I mean, there's other things happening too. But like, Bob is like so powerful. Like, but he's just a normal, boring kid. Like, he's, he really shows no emotion, but he has emotion, but he kind of just hides it. And because of something that happened to him in the past, that's why. Because he thinks he might, if he gets too emotional, he'll get out of control. So that's why he kind of holds everything in. And he becomes not noticeable. He likes this girl. So he joined this group called the Body Improvement Club. And he is, he sucks at everything, you know, like <laughs> physically. Mm. No, but he won't cheat. He won't use his um, psychic powers to be better or to be a better person. He says, no, I want to be a person on my own without my powers. But the show is like, it makes fun of anime, like with some of the stuff it does. If you've seen One Punch Man, it's kind of like that because it's the same writer who does One Punch Man, that did this. And I like how, like, you know, in anime, like when somebody does a power, sometimes an, either a narrator or the, or the person will tell you what their power is and how they do it, you know? Mm. Like, they say, like, oh, this guy does a special move, or I'm doing my special move, the blah, blah, blah. Like, now for the um, the guy who's a fake psychic that he calls Master, <laughs> like, he does something like, oh, he throws salt. I said, oh, this is his special move, where he throws salt on, um, <laughs> he throws salt on <laughs> suspected, um, like, spirits or something like that. And it doesn't work. It doesn't ever work. It never works. And then he has, or he does something like he kicks somebody in the ball. So, oh, this is a special move called the <laughs> something like crotch kicker or something where he kicks somebody <laughs> in the balls. And then it was like one move where he's like, like you hear him yell like self-defense and stop punching somebody. <laughs> said, this is his special move where he yells self-defense just in case it's not really self-defense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it's hilarious. Like, it's it's good writing. Like, the, the comedy actually fits because it's not like, some comedy in Japanese anime, like, I can never... It's never like, ah, this is a little cheesy or something. Yeah. Like, this is actually pretty damn good. Like, yeah, it's done really well. And and I I watch this all dubbed. I don't watch subs. Because if it's got <laughs> if something has to be subbed, I don't care how good it is. I won't be seeing it. And I guess I'll just miss out. Because I don't like having to read. Because I don't have to keep rewinding. I have to read yeah. it. Rewind so I can see the visuals. To see what That's I'm looking That's my at. problem with stuff like that. Like, it's... <laughs> It's not that I've got a problem with like the language or anything. It's just like it's distracting. Yeah. So like I'll take a relatively okay dub over having to read it and not be able to pay attention to what's actually happening at the top of the screen. Yeah, because I don't care what how good like you say. Well, the dub sounds horrible, but the subs sound. I said, well, I don't understand what they're saying. So. Yeah, it it makes absolutely no difference to me what it sounds like in Japanese if I don't understand it. Like, unless they just have like the weirdest freaking voices in the world (laughs) in the English one, you know? Yeah, silly. So yeah. Anyway, 
but yeah, and it, it's all done well. Um, like I recommend it for any people who don't like anime. Say mm-hmm. if you can check this out, check it out because it's it's actually pretty good. Like it's okay. it's pretty it's pretty funny. Um, and and no, Watch Punch Man is pretty good too, and it's not long either. I think it's like maybe two seasons and episodes and uh, like a few episodes, um, ten maybe for each one. And mm. I know at, like the fans of those shows are really upset because there has been a long um, break between like down to the next seasons of these. And people are like, oh, man, we can't wait. Like they just want it like now. And I can understand because it's really good. But for me, I'm also liking that it's not like uh, Dragon Ball Z where it's like a whole bunch of shit and that's not even good, you know? Like, each episode <laughs> right. is good. Each episode means something. Uh, also, I've been watching Hunter uh, X. Is he the Hunter X Hunter or Hunter Cross Hunter? I don't know how they say it. Or just Hunter. Sometimes they, I think they say Hunter Hunter um, in Japan. <laughs> yeah. But this is a series that is about uh, a boy named Gon who wants to be like his father, who is a hunter. And a hunter is a person who goes on adventures, basically. Like, oh, of okay. anything. They can either, like, look up new animals or something like that, new species, and report it. Um, fight, maybe some something that's bothering, like, messing up uh, maybe a, a town or people or something. Like, they're just basically adventurers, but they have a license. It's a license to do certain things that you couldn't possibly do if you're just a normal person. Um, or you could do, you just be illegal. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> okay. like anybody could be a hunter, though. They don't have stipulations like even a, a, a serial killer. Do you have to get licensed, though? Yeah, you have to get licensed. Uh, but anybody see, can that's be how the a... government tracks you down. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> so like they have to go through these, uh, go through this like uh, exam, hunter exam, which is pretty hard. Physically, you can die in it, too. Mm. So you're taking a oh chance my. on it. So you only like if you really want to be a hunter, you're like you really want to be a hunter. So Gon, he's a kid, and like there's another guy named Killua who who he becomes friends with, who's also a kid. And Killua, he's from a family that's are assassins. So he was raised from a very young age to be an assassin. So he's pretty mm. good. Gon, I don't know how he learned how to fight. Like he has some skills, but he's learning as he goes. But he has a lot of determination and something like that. So that's what keeps him going. While Killua, he he was kind of raised to be like, look, if you meet somebody stronger than you. Don't bother. Because he's just an assassin. <laughs> like, he's not a guy, he's not a fighter, per se. Okay. Um, he's just a guy who's quick. You go, you kill, you leave. And if he knows, like, oh, this guy's stronger than me, I leave. But Gon is a guy who will try. He will mm-hmm. fight till he can't fight. And yeah, they become friends. And Killer learns things. He learns things from Killer, and Killer learns things from him. And they meet other people along the way that becomes friends with them. And that's how it really starts. And it's, I thought it was like a little kitty series or something like that. Cause it just, it, when you look at the cover, you see these little two little kids and stuff. And like a map or something in the background. Look like, oh, there's little kids going on adventures. But it gets some serious shit. Like um, some dark shit be happening. I'm like, oh, darn, man. This, this is pretty dark for like a kid's show. It's like, maybe it's not a kid's show. And yeah, <laughs> it's probably more for teenagers or uh, something yeah. uh, along those lines. But just that the way that I read about Japanese culture, well, in the anime world, like they like everything to be young like they think like hey young you do all this stuff you you be you do all these things that you wouldn't do as an adult adult you you're boring and something like that so that's why all <laughs> yeah. the and the protagonists are mostly just young kids or they're like oh in their teens or like close to 18 and like old is like 20s 
in the twenties or something like that. And um, that's just something I think of as the U.S. You like you want to grow up, you want to yeah. be <laughs> something like you. You don't mind being old. You can still be stronger, uh, strong and everything. Uh, but anyway, so it's, yeah, this is not. This has some dark storylines. It has some very more complex stories too with them. Like it's not just simple bad versus good. It's more than that. And yeah, I didn't even realize it. I'm just watching this. I mean, it went to the end of the series, so I finished it when I started looking up what people thought of this show. Mm-hmm. And like people really love it. Like they some people think like hey, for a series, this one of the better anime series. I said, like, Wow, it is. Oh. I said, I didn't I didn't know. I mean I just I didn't like it. I enjoyed it, but I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. Now, do they have fillers? They have some fillers in here, but it's not like um, Naruto or Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Uh, like it's easy to figure out if it's a filler and fast forward. But they don't also have as many episodes as those either. They have, I think it's, it's the total is a hundred something episodes um, total. Now there are. I heard they're coming back because they were trying to wait till the comic book finish or the the manga um, finish to have more material. Because they want to, they want to do a whole lot of fillers. So they're trying to wait for more material. Then they're going to do some more show. And I heard that they're working on it now, or is it coming out this year? I don't know, but it's coming out soon. Because it's been all for four years, I think it was. Maybe since the last episode, since the last time they had episode. Um. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. Like the fights are good, man. Um. The uh. Like and also the explanation for how they fight, like with the narrator, it's pretty good. I actually like it. Like I would think it'd be, oh man, he just keep interrupting, but no. But you, I wouldn't say you need it. It's just different, you know. Because like yeah. when I think of like American cartoons, they don't describe everything that's happening, and you don't have to. Like I don't need. Sometimes I don't, I don't need to know what like the Mister Fantastic is thinking at this moment before he stretches out to punch somebody, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. Like say, like sometimes they, they they do explanations of like when they're planning something or why is something happening, but not while they're fighting. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, and not while they're fighting, they don't. So, but in anime they do that, and sometimes they'd be stupid. Like, I did some things like in Dragon Ball. I feel like you didn't have to explain this. Can you just go throw your fireball? Like I like I'm pretty <laughs> satisfied just you doing that and then seeing if they're strong enough. If the guy still stand, I know it wasn't strong enough. I was like, okay, it didn't work. Um, and this it does some of the same stuff like that, but it's enjoyable. It's more, I, I don't know. I find it more enjoyable than I did in Dragon Ball Z uh, mm-hmm. with the narrator talking or explaining why this happened or what's happening here. I do find it funny in the last arc, though. Like, I was watching like maybe 10 episodes of like them storming this building. Like, um, find these people. I was like, man, these fights are long. And then once our narrator was talking, and they said, we are only three minutes into the operation. <laughs> three minutes and ten episodes? What the hell? So all this, he was trying to say, like, all this happening, like, super speed. I was like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> I said, this is some bullshit. Three fucking episodes. I mean, three minutes. <laughs> and, like, it was like, maybe, it was like a less than ten, but it was, it was definitely more than Three episodes, I know that. In, in three minutes. Yeah. Three minutes just happened in his operation. It's like the operation was <laughs> in three minutes. Happened. I was like, goodness gracious. Damn, I said, this guy's getting his ass whooped. In three minutes. <laughs> 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 I said, 
Jesus. <laughs> it's like, that's just a round of boxing. And all this shit happened. Like, this guy just, like, beat up three people and, uh, and, and they're like a round of boxing. Good God. I was like, okay. Whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's an all right show. I, I really enjoyed it. So, um, what you been watching? So I've still been watching kind of the normal stuff. I watched Miss Marvel. I enjoyed this week's episode, maybe a little less than the previous episodes, because it it sits in this weird place where it almost felt like it was the last episode because it wraps kind of the what what seemed like the main story stuff kind of was. So I'm left to wonder what they're actually going to do with this final episode for next week. Um, but I, I still like all the characters on there. I think they do a good job with Miss Marvel herself. Her mother is a very enjoyable character as well. Um, I talked a little bit about how like they, they went to Pakistan and it's really only, you know, her and her mother, as far as like the core characters that we meet at the beginning of the show. Um, which is unfortunate cause I like her dad a lot as well. He's, he's very good. Um, but yeah, it's really just going to be like, what are they going to do with this series? What, how are they going to wrap it up? Seemingly it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't appear like they're going to be doing anything like tying it back to the inhumans or, or Terrigen mist or any of that stuff. It seems like her powers are, are, pretty much what they are right now and are going to stay that way at least through the the Marvel's movie that's coming out next year with with her and you know Carol Danvers and whatnot um yeah so I'm just kind of like I'm wondering where it's going so it's kind of it's kind of weird because the previous series it's usually like how are they going to be able to wrap this up with as much time as they have left you know there's not a lot not a lot of time left. Are they going to be able to pull this off? How are they going to like tie up these loose threads? Whereas this one, it's like somehow they tied everything up in this episode. And now what do they have left to do? Um, and honestly, I, I would have liked for this episode to maybe have been expanded a little bit. So like had the series been a little longer and given them some room to breathe, but I, I don't know. I just, it feels weird that this last episode field felt a little rushed just to kind of not have much to do. I mean, like there are things that are out there. It's not like everything's tied up in a nice little bow, but it also feels like if you start addressing some of those things in this final episode, then you're just like starting things to have no resolution to them until a, next season or a Marvel's or what have you, whatever's next for Kamala Khan, you know, cause I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if they're doing a season two. I don't know if they're doing a season two before the Marvel's comes out or if the Marvel's will be the next place that she appears or not. Um, so uh, it's, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, back and forth on this episode. Um, I also watched, uh, some more star girl. I watched episode two, two of that. I remember you watching one. I, I had started um, last week. I think I mentioned that I started watching it um, or maybe I didn't because I had just literally, I'd seen like 15, 20 minutes of the beginning before we started. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did. Week. Cause I was mad. Cause you didn't watch it with your wife. Cause I wasn't right. That's it. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> did you make her watch it this time? 
No, I didn't make her watch it this time. I'm just using it as like when I can fill things in, basically. Um, and usually on the weekends, she sleeps late, so it it's oh, hard to... Oh, because your wife can't watch it because she's reading the book I gave her. <laughs> no, it's because she's sleeping. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> so, yeah, Stargirl, I, I'm enjoying it. I think it's definitely on the higher end quality of the CW products of, of the bit I've seen of, of, you know, a couple of them, you know, I've seen a bit of green arrow I've been a, a, or arrow. I've seen a bit of the flash. I've seen a bit of, um, what were some of the lower ones? Or I feel like Dawson's I, Creek, like Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like the DC stuff. I'm trying to think what, what one people were like, Small yeah, Bill? this one's no, nah, I mean, people were, like the new Smallville? Oh, there's only only know one Smallville. What is, what's the new? Oh, that one's Clark and Lois. Clark, or yeah, Lois, Lois and Clark. Clark no, not Lois and Clark, but Clark and Lois. Is it Superman and Lois? Yeah, because I, 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 no, I did it. Lois and Clark. They, they really called it yeah. Lois and Clark again. I don't think they did. Yeah. I think they like switched the names around or called it Superman, oh. which I thought was okay too. You know, the couple episodes I watched with my wife when we were watching that on HBO Max. Um. But yeah, to to get back to Stargirl, I I think the acting's good so far. Um, is it's Luke Wilson in there? I think. Um, yes. He's like the stepdad who is also like kind of a hero, but also kind of the former sidekick, not a hero. Um, I think I'm I'm surprised at how good everything looks. Like in the second episode, you see a lot of his robot, the stripe or something like that, I think. And yeah, I'm um, surprised at how visually good that looks. Iron, Iron um, Giant. That's his yeah. name. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it, it, very, it, it has very much Iron Giant vibes. But yeah, I, it's, not, it's not anything that's like, whoa, this is revolutionizing anything, but it's, it's enjoyable. I'm liking it a lot so far. So I, I'm guessing this is like a standard somewhere between 12 and 20 episode season not not even not even 20 i don't no. think it's 20 maybe but 12. like more than 10 yeah i think maybe more than 10 okay that that might be pushing it because they are like hour-long episodes um but, but I, you know they're, they're t- tv hours so it's like 45 minutes or whatever yeah i don't i know it's not tw- let me see but i i didn't I, it was and it felt long it felt oh, okay. too long. I know that. I mean, I guess as long as things keep moving along, then it's not gonna, you know, feel feel like it's dragging on or anything. But just the thought of like, um, you know, dedicating that much time is I find hard. Yeah, because it's a total of twenty six between the two seasons. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, that's not that's not bad at all. Like, I'd be willing to commit to that. So. Yeah, I, I'm liking that show. I when I turned on the first episode, I was not expecting to see Joel McHale and uh, Luke Wilson at all. That came as a surprise to me. Also, the the one lady that plays her mother. Yeah, I've seen, I've her, seen her in before. a ton of things before. Yeah. So did not not necessarily yeah. expect the star power hot. that I. She's pretty hot. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> like that. Just, yeah. Um. Yeah. So I watched that. Also, I I was catching up on a couple of things on uh, Summer Games Done Quick, but the one that like 
I thought it was worth talking about and like kind of shining light on if people haven't seen it. There's an Ocarina of Time, uh, what they called like a left behind showcase or something like that. It's basically stuff that they found on the cart that the developers had made for like a pre alpha or beta version of the game that didn't actually have a place in the final game. And the way they kind of uh, play through that stuff, show it off and, and make it into this nice little narrative, I think is really cool. That is a, um, that's like a tool assisted speed run though. So they're, they have what they call the little task bot, which is a rob the robot that they have just for, you know, summer games done quick to, to be like, Hey, here's the embodiment of us using these kind of cheat codes and stuff to do this. Um, but it's cool because what they were doing was code injection, apparently. So it, by like doing this thing in this random order, well, not random order, in this very specific order, and then like pressing this button combination, you're then allowed to like upload data into the game to modify it. And it's just incredible what people can figure out and do with some of these games. And I think it's about less than an hour as far as you know when you when you look at it on youtube and you actually watch the the game portion of it because those the way they upload them on youtube a lot is usually like the game and then all the in-between stuff until the next game so it can be intimidating when you look at that and see like this is a two-hour thing but an hour of that is usually like just kind of filler and rewards and and talking about who's who's making donations and stuff, but yeah, yeah, I I'd so, definitely recommend that. How much money did they make for this one? Um, let me see. I didn't see the final total yet. Uh, summer games done quick. Twenty two. See if they have it on their main page here. No, that's the schedule event information. Da da da. Wrap up. Why wouldn't you guys have how much money you made on the front page? That should be something you're celebrating. Uh, let's see. Engadget says they raised three million dollars. Oh, okay. Not okay, a here breaker, we go. But the total amount was three million sixteen thousand two hundred dollars. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So Keep those cool. doctors within borders. There we go. <laughs> oh, Dominic, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's without borders. So they're like helping, helping foreigners. Oh my God. <laughs> you shouldn't have donated all that money, Dominic. They're over there helping the French. But yeah, I, I, I love that they do this stuff. You know, even if I don't necessarily get a chance to watch like every single segment, it's nice to be able to kind of pick and choose the games that either I'm interested in or you hear about like, a. I think the ones that I find fun to watch are like the super quick ones. Cause they're like, even if it's not a game I'm interested in, it's like, how did they break this game in this way that they're somehow beating a, a eight hour game in 20 plus minutes, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, it's, it's nice to, just every once in a while, look at look at their page and like, oh, I'll throw this on in the background or whatever. It's kind of cool. And I like, 
I like when they have the guys on the couch explaining what they're doing too. Cause you know, sometimes you pop onto Twitch and you can watch a guy like trying to beat super Metroid in a speed run, but he's focused on playing that game. So you don't really know what he's doing or how he just made that glitch happen or whatever. But in summer games and all some games done quick, they always do a really good job of having someone there who can kind of explain what's going on and how he did that and why it's super important that like this one time he pulled it off, even though it's like a frame perfect thing that you have to do. And a lot of people don't get it every time. I think that's that's just so cool. So, yeah, watch that. And I also watched uh, Thor Love and Thunder that came out earlier this week. And we talked about it a little bit before uh, before we started recording. So I don't want to like rehash those thoughts exactly. Um, but what I told you basically was I enjoyed the movie. It's a bit of a mess as far as like tone goes because you have these characters like Gore the God Butcher, played by Christian Bale, who I think does a fantastic job with what what he's got going on there. And then Jane Foster, who, if you're familiar with comics, becomes the mighty Thor because she has cancer. So you are dealing with those cancer elements in this movie. And then you just have wacky Ragnarok Thor and even turned up to maybe 11 in this movie. Like they took that Thor and just are absolutely running with that. And I think, you know, I don't hate it. You know, it it gave, I didn't also hate the, like the first Thor, you know, I, it was definitely a change in the character, but I don't think that was ever the issue with the Thor movies was necessarily the way his character was portrayed. Um, but this definitely just full on goes into that. You know, the, the guardians are in this for some of that. So they're playing into that too, which they're very much kind of that irreverent humor type stuff. Um, Korg's still around the rock guy. So, you know, that is Taika Waititi, the director doing his voice. So it's very much just his tone in there, but kind of the counterbalance of those two, like more serious things it just doesn't necessarily mesh well. And you, you find it uh, pushing against each other a little more than kind of working against each other in a cohesive way to like show why, you know, like, uh, this shouldn't be taken this seriously, or this should be taken more seriously kind of thing. Um, so that's kind of where my problems with it come in, but really I still thought it was a fun movie that, is enjoyable in a way like I would rewatch this movie. It's not one of one of the Marvel films where it's like, I enjoyed it the first time through. It's not necessarily something I'm going to put back on again. And it felt pretty brisk. I don't know how long the runtime is on it, but it definitely didn't feel like it was a slog just sitting through it. Um, and that, you know, part of that is just cause it was a lot of fun, but yeah, it's it's it falls probably somewhere in the middle of the pack for me right now if I'm just like thinking off the top of my head. I don't know exactly where it fits, but it's like I was telling you before we started recording like it 
Thor Two: The Dark World is is the lower tier of that series, and Ragnarok for me is kind of the upper tier of that series. With one being closer to Ragnarok than than The Dark World, and I would put Love and Thunder in that range in the Thor One range. Whether higher or lower than it, I'm not entirely sure because I haven't watched Thor One in a bit. Um, if I just had to think off the top of my head, I would say maybe this one's slightly lower than that. Cause I like the, like fish out of water, not dumb Thor, but kind of more ignorant Thor. Like you were saying before we recorded, basically the things you like about Thor is not just, he's a big old goofball dummy. It's just like, yeah, he doesn't understand the earth, you know, he's from this different godly place and he doesn't get, you know, why he can't just, you know, drink a beer and then some wench brings him another one or something like that kind of thing. Oh, he could just throw it on the ground. It's like, ah, give me another. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think overall it was all right. I, I want to see more from Christian Bale if they do more with him. I don't know one oh, way or the other it. if they now could. I know he don't well, no, I, <laughs> I, I don't think I am because I don't, I don't. I'm just saying, like, this is a comic book movie. At the end of the day, like, whether he dies or doesn't die, like, they can find a way to bring him back oh, yeah. if they wanted to. Yes. Uh, you know, but at the same time, it's like it's Christian Bale, and honestly, I'm a little surprised that he was willing to be in a, in a comic book movie to, well, I mean, he was Batman for fuck's sake, but maybe a less serious comic book movie, I should say. Um, so I don't know. Cause I mean, I don't know how long those comic book runs were with Gore, the God butcher, but like the stuff that he ties into like the necro sword that he uses to, to kill the gods is, it was created by like Null, the symbiote God and ties into like that stuff. And while there are like a lot of him using the shadows and things that look very like symbiote, like I was very much wondering if we would actually get some sort of like stinger or something with that, even though obviously Sony owns that stuff, but we did see, you know, in Spider-Man, some of that come through. So I don't know how much Marvel is willing to or able to use any of that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's definitely opening up like the wider world of like weird cosmic shit, you know, that, that Marvel has like, they're, they are very much leaning into like, we're making the universes and the gods and everything like more and more absurd. Um, so it, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing. I, 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 I have my issues with it, but they are, they're not deal breakers. It's still a fun movie to watch. Hey, so why say. did they kill so, his friends? Which ones? What are doors what? from, from, um, dark, dark, and, um, from the first door and the, the second door. Why did they um, kill him in Ragnarok? Just to probably give fodder to Hela to, to say like, hey, we're killing important characters. But because because Even it makes it so comical, it doesn't important. make it feel like it should be bigger than what it is, what it was. Yeah. It felt like it didn't feel that big. Yeah, and honestly, I'll 
tell you right now, they kind of minimize them even more in this movie. So <laughs> if you're a, if you're a fan of the Warriors three or whatever they were called, yeah. The- I mean, it could have made them something because like they could have been something like at least at least yeah. for the Thor movies. You could have ended. I mean, shit. They could have ended up with a Disney Plus series. Yep. You know, you, you could have kept Zachary Levi around, keep him away from Shazam. And they don't tell. We don't see that her die. Um, Lady Sif. Yeah, Lady Sif. Well, she was. She wasn't in that movie because she was on that Fox show, CBS, whatever the yeah, show was, where she wakes why, up in Times they, Square or whatever. What, what was it? So where was she then? Like for the universe. Yeah. And yeah. she's not in this is she in this movie? Do you want me to answer that? Oh well she is in the movie then. <laughs> you just said that. Never mind. Is she married to the um the what should we call it, girl? Oh, to Valkyrie? Yeah. No. I uh. I don't I don't know if Lady <laughs> Sif is uh is rolling that way. Disney will make people roll wherever they fucking <laughs> it, it, it gets them money or talk about. Get them talked about. Now, yeah, I don't but know it's if not going to make them the, money in China, Dominic. Oh, yeah. Well, they could just edit that part out. They could. I mean, if, if this movie is getting released in China, there's definitely a lot of stuff that they would probably have to edit out. Did, did, they, did they put Buzz Lightyear in China? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I want to say no because I think they wouldn't take out that scene. I think that was the that was that the scene thing. is nothing. No, I'm not. Blank. Listen, it's like it's like a bad Chinese, but also bad Disney. Same time, I was like, I would take it out. Honestly, I'll be like, <laughs> fuck it, because it's not. Let's be real here. This shit ain't art anymore because we make it a fucking a light year movie. I mean, it it should be dead anyway. And like and like the Toy Story is over. You should just yeah. just leave it alone. So if you're about making money, and from what I hear, it was just one scene that where they kiss, mm-hmm. I'm taking that shit out and I'm putting it over there to make some money. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because it's not like you're dramatically affecting the story. Yeah. It, it was just there to, yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say in this, the Valkyrie is pretty unabashedly uh, uh, homosexual. I guess like she makes she makes her intentions known. Okay. So uh, we don't we don't see anything too explicit, but yeah, well then, uh, it's oh. very clear. Okay, that, so you care. All right. Um yeah. So there you go. So, there you go. Representation people. <laughs> Woo. Yes. And she mixed. Woo. All right. Um, yeah, and I will say Natalie Portman, I thought, did a good job as the mighty Thor. I, I like that character a lot. Oh, so she don't, she don't end up with Valkyrie? No, she doesn't end uh, up with Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spoilers, Dominic Korg ends up with Valkyrie. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. The rock guy. He's a woman? Yep. He turns out to be a woman. Oh. No, but it, you He's do. He's non-binary. Are there you, you aware Woo! that his that his friend Meek is a woman? That's a woman. Yes, the, oh, the little centipede well, looking. I mean, thing. I've seen I've seen bugs, so they are ugly. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. There's, there's no. They don't put bows on them. If I can tell the woman, or not because she's like the secretary to King Valkyrie. So. Oh, but 
Yeah, I, I, they do a good job with Valkyrie too. She's she's a good character in this. I I think character wise, I I like them all. It's it's more just like an overall like tonal problem more than anything. So tonal tonal confliction, I guess. Is there no false frost bridge? Uh, what do you mean? Like, like where where are they? Like, where is um the kingdom now? It's in uh, like New Zealand or not New Zealand, oh, like Iceland there? or something. They yeah, they're away. in New Asgard, still on Earth. Um, so Thor can summon the Bifrost, the 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 bridge with Stormbreaker, but there is no like man- uh, physical manifestation like there used to be going uh, into Asgard. I mean, so it's not that big because because you said Ireland, Ireland not that big. So they yeah, are, it's like Ireland or, uh, or New Zealand or I don't think it's New Zealand because oh. it's cold. Oh, okay, um, it's somewhere up in the like Icelandic areas. There was there were some cold things I saw in the Hobbit. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have cold <laughs> weather, but you know, they're I don't know. I don't know how countries say, they're, are they're the they, Does it snow in Australia? Yeah. Okay. This is certain parts. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't know if they're still where the Aborigines are because I've never seen them wear that many clothes. Much clothes. <laughs> they wear parkas. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been watching this week, Dominic. All right. So I guess we'll get to video games because I about to say we take a break because I'll always go back that segment. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'll start with my eyes real quick. Um, so. Okay. I played some more Trail, still playing through that game. Um, I played a little bit of Ace Combat. I did a couple missions. I actually played with a plane, like one of their DLC planes. Not the oh, um, cool. not for Maverick, but this thing has a laser. I don't like Ooh. it much because it's kind of hard to target. Uh-huh. It's good for ground because they don't move. The, the, the oh, stuff is it one ground. of those things where it just like shoots directly out of the front of the yeah. plane? So it's you have to like aim the entire plane yeah, instead exactly. of just firing yeah. up missiles. Got uh, it. Well, I have to aim the laser. I think okay, so the aim is, so the laser can move a bit, um, but it's just it doesn't like missiles target. So I was like, mm. uh, I rather I rather just shoot a missile than a laser. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's all right. The planes are fast though. Those new planes are pretty fast and everything. So that's pretty good. Um, I was doing the mission where it was just foggy, so you're going low, but it's really a lot of mountains. I mean, not mountains, but uh, I don't know what you call them. Canyons, I guess. I don't know. Um, area, but it's forested. And, but it's just like you got to keep dodging them because if you go higher, you um, it's too foggy. <laughs> so, mm. And then a lot of the, uh, the things you're trying to do, you're trying to bombard some of the um, anti-air stuff that's down there um the vehicles or whatever missiles and so you have to go down there. so it's pretty hard like to try to like oh man i gotta keep dodge like dodging these canyons or whatever if i want to blow up in them because i blow up a couple times running into those things and cheats don't work when you go straight to a um a canyon you just blow up <laughs> uh <laughs> just have you bounce off of it yeah so i was hoping they do like in um course <laughs> course they do they have you bounce off nice. so um what else? There was another mission where I had to protect this um, diplomat or whatever, or, or a military leader or something. 
But mm-hmm. that's the mission I'm on now, and I keep he keeps dying. So I stopped doing a good job of that. And it's bad because the other computer mates ain't doing nothing either. There's other people supposed to be helping us. Like, come on, man. I'm blowing up all these missiles. I keep shooting at them. Y'all can help me out with some of the planes coming at them. <laughs> so um, that's the mission I'm on now. Uh, still having fun with that. Also, on the Oculus, I played some more Swarm. Swarm is where you have those, um, uh, those uh, what, are, what, are, what are they called? It's not webbing because it's not Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> darn. What the fuck? What do you call it? A core. You have some cores that shoot out and you grapple. Yeah, grapple. You grapple onto oh, okay. these platforms. Grappling hook. And you kind of just shoot up and you're shooting these freaking robots, flying robots all around. And now I fought a boss, like a big snake boss or something. I had to um, fight and kill him. And now they have a smaller enemies that, that's like the boss that come up in this new stage I was in. And you get some new enemies, some new weapons come about, special weapons. You get, like, have a limited amount of bullets until you run out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what else? Uh, something else I seem to did in a thing. But whatever. But yeah, that game was just fun. And But it, I think people can get dizzy, really dizzy, playing that. Um, I mean, I, I'm okay with it, but I can see people going like, oh, man, I'm getting sick. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, what else have I played? I... Played a game called Warhammer Tempest Fall. It's one of the newest Warhammer games. It's not, uh, it's the Warhammer, like, you know, with regular orcs and, like, the past, like, olden times or something like that. <clears throat> but it's pretty neat. Like, you have um, these weapons that can have some type of sorcery into them. Like, you know, I have a sword, I might have fire, and you can shoot it out or some electric or something. Um, I'm still getting used to the movements because it doesn't feel all that great to me right now. Using mm-hmm. it, I'm like just to hit the enemy is all right, but to use the actual powers feel kind of weird. It felt like I wasn't reg- registering it. it. It wasn't registering it right, or maybe I wasn't doing something right. I'm not sure. But I'm at the very beginning stages of it. I just record a little bit of it, me killing some um, spirits or whatever. Then there's a game called Bladed Sorcery, and that is a. Um, Seemed like a sandbox kind of game. Well, I played. Well, I played it in a sandbox kind of way. Like they, I chose a stage and they sent me there, and you can get. You have all po- kinds of powers. Like because I set up where I could have infinite powers, just so like to try everything. Because mm-hmm. they even have a thing where hey, you can just make it any way you want. You want to have invincible life or infinite powers or blah blah blah. So um, you can have a sword and shield normally, like to slash people in, and it seemed like really physics based. Um, like, I can stab them anywhere, and they kind of move their body, whatever position you hit them in. It's still some jink to it, but I think it's still in a beta form. I don't, it's not a full-fledged game, really, yet. Uh, maybe you can buy it, but it's not... Um, I don't think it's, like, totally done-done. And... Mm. It's probably, I guess you say, early access. And um, you can also use powers, like, uh, you can shoot fireballs out your hands or electricity or um, what was the one I had like you can almost like a force power where you can just pick up people or pick up things and throw at them and things of that nature um, it's, it's pretty neat it, it's pretty neat um, I really I really like it yeah I mean how it is um, it's not like it's really just a sandbox thing I'm doing now it's not really a story to it or whatever um, I don't know if there is I was just messing around a bit um, with it, uh, maybe I'll go deeper into it to see what it is. But yeah, I mean, I I do like it. Like, if there was a system, actual 
gameplay of like a story and something to it, it'll be pretty cool because it feels really realistic how you're fighting these enemies and like how you can block them and stop them and then like when you stab them, you kind of feel it kind of feel the weight to it, like like you're kind of jabbed into them, like how they vibrate and something like that, and how you stick your knife to sort of inside them and something like that. It yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's all I played um, this week. So what have you been playing? So I went back uh, and played some Force Unleashed on the PC. I wanted to... I, I had the Star Wars feeling coming off of Obi-Wan, and I've been thinking about that game a little bit. And I wanted to see how it is on the PC, like as far as load times and whatnot. And load times are definitely improved, but you still see them pop up real quick. And it's just absurd to me, like, that game had as many load times as it did. Like, you went into the pause menu, and then to, like, switch your upgrades or your lightsaber or your costume, and it had to load. And now it's just stupid. Um, but that game, I don't know if it holds up too great. Like, it it plays fine, but it's definitely... I I... I thought about it just like, eh, but then I was like, oh yeah, that's not even the, the 360 version, so eh. Um, but I already had the PC version, the Ultimate Sith version or whatever it was. Um, there's some stuff that they have on like the Steam guides to make it run at a higher resolution because I think it maxes out at 1080 and the frame rate is capped at 30 and there's an unlock to run it at 60, but apparently like the physics are tied to the frame rate. So it's one of those games. So you want to run it at like 40 max or something like that before oh, things get wonky. I didn't mess with the frame rate stuff at all. It, it felt fine, but it was definitely on a little bit on the slow side. Um, yeah, it's, it's, Maybe not quite as great as I remember it, but I've always remembered that game as as something that was kind of an oddity for me to like as much as I did, and you know, because at the time, like people thought it was an okay game, but nobody ever said it was like game of the year contention or anything. I just happened to pour a lot of time into it. You know, well, you said it was game of the year contention. Uh, yes, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like yeah, I I liked it a lot, but. You know, coming back to it, I'm like, yeah, this is this is okay, but I don't know that I'm going to replay the entire game or anything like that. It also reminded me of the days when quick time events were very much more a thing in games, and I am glad we have moved on from that cuz even that game which I think handles them very well because what it does is it actually ties the button that you're pressing to the action that you would be doing basically. So like if they want you to jump, you press the a button. If they want you to shoot force lightning, you press B or whatever the button is or force push or whatever it is. Whereas like, you'll get like a God of war game where it's like, we're just going to throw a random button up there because for whatever reason, we don't want you to know what button's coming up next. And it's like, that's that, what it did that on kind of umbrella, umbrella chronicles. That's what it mm-hmm. used to do. It would never be yeah, the same like that, button. That was never good. Like that was just random challenge. It's like, can you press this button fast enough? But also, you don't know what button we're gonna make you press. Um, so I thought that was actually clever back in the day. But now it's like, mm, could we just not do quick time events? Thank you. And and we've mostly moved away from those. I feel like. Um, yeah. So that game's whatever. 
Um, but it did make me want to go back into Jedi Fallen Order, so I played a little bit more of that as well. Um, I just picked up where I was, which initially was like, I remembered where I was. It was like the first planet I came out of, like finding that first Jedi temple and realizing like, oh, hey, I'm, I could be a Jedi um, for real, for real. And it was more me just like getting reaccustomed to the controls and that took me a little bit, um, but I got there and it, that game looks good. It plays well. I didn't have any of the troubles that I was having before as far as like it just running weird. But I I think I told you, but I got some hardware from, you know, one of my coworkers that that I had to fix up. But now that that stuff's working, it's a little better than what I had previously. So, uh, you know, maybe that's why my hardware is just a little bit improved now. Um, yeah, so I just played a little bit of that. I didn't get too far into it just yet, but kind of went to the next planet, started exploring there. Um, I think I'm going to get like force push soon or something like that and been able to do that. The thing I like about that game is they, so far, at least in the early goings, the, um, the enemies that you fight that are a little tougher are mostly like the wildlife in the environment because you just absolutely destroy regular storm stormtroopers. You know, hey, they I take like one you, or two slashes. Going in and out, my fault. Uh, you sound going oh. in and out. Gotcha. Okay, um, now you sound better. Cool. Yeah, but like they, you just absolutely destroy stormtroopers in that game. Like it takes one or two slashes of the lightsaber. You're not really, you know, dealing with them too much. Whereas in Force Unleashed, I think I think you mow through them pretty easily, but there are just so many of them. Like it's it's endless, uh, and part of that I think was like the power fantasy of of uh, Force Unleashed because you were supposed to be like one of the most powerful Force users in the universe, and you were also like. You, Darth Vader's secret apprentice. So you were mowing through stormtroopers. You were mowing through rebels. You were, you know, just fighting everybody. Um, but yeah, I, I think Fallen Order is cool. I, I, I'd really like to get through this game. It doesn't, it doesn't really play on the Dark Souls stuff too much. Like obviously they have the kind of shrines thing where you meditate and then all the enemies respawn, which I could probably do without um but it doesn't seem like too offensively hard in that way and there's also like level difficulties right like i'm playing on whatever the lowest above story mode is but there is a story mode which i would imagine basically just allows you to fucking not even worry about enemies and and take them at your own pace so yeah playing some more of that. And I was telling you last week, I played a little bit of fall guys on the switch and that did make me motivated to, uh, install it on my PC where it just fucking runs so much better. (laughs) Like it's, it's really ridiculous how it kind of neutered, I guess that switch version is. I mean, they, they did what they had to do to make it run on that thing, but the difference of seeing like everyone around you running like they're in a slideshow versus them just smoothly running like you are. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to play the switch version basically at all anymore. Um, 
I got to one final round where it was me versus another guy. It w- we were the last two, and it was one of those where you're on the spinning pl- you're on the platform, and then there's the thing spinning in the middle with the two like one at the top, one at the bottom, uh, kind of rollers or whatever, and you have to jump over the the lower one while not getting hit by the top one. And I, I, I thought I had it, Dominic, but he he edged me out just a little bit, so. Have not gotten a win on the PC yet. Have not gotten a win since that first Switch game that I played. But I so far I'm liking all the stuff I've dealt with. Like Yeah, they're they're both linked. I do need to like turn my PlayStation 4 back on and see if I can like retroactively link that one too. Cause I very much like have no cosmetics whatsoever between those two right now. And I definitely have a lot more on the the uh on the ps4 stuff even without having bought anything so um they were doing a halo themed thing spartan something but it seemed like one of those team-based things like it was like gathering balls like it was um what's that griff ball that they do in halo it was kind of like that and i was like i don't think i want to do that in in the fall guys universe where everything is like just wonky enough to be frustrating. Cause I still haven't really dealt with any sort of team based, uh, objectives, which I've, I'm absolutely happy about. Maybe <laughs> those are always maybe my they, least favorite. They heard people complain about them. I said, okay, yeah. we're not going to put them in as much. Mm-hmm. Cause I did come across one that was like volleyball, but it was literally just like me versus one person. So I guess it was basically everybody got paired up and then you play against one person and then, you know, whoever loses that gets kicked. But yeah, the fall guys is a lot of fun. It's still cool. I'm glad they're, I'm glad, I'm glad they made it free to play along with launching it on the Xbox and the switch. Cause that'll really rejuvenate. That'll really bring the community back, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Re- rejuvenate. Um, you know, keep that game alive for a little bit longer. You know, I'm, it'll outlive my interest in it, I'm sure. And that's all I'm looking for is to be able to play games with 60 people. You know, because it, there are some times where you'll get into a game where like people drop out at the, the very beginning or something and you start to see people disappear. And it's like, it's not. I like the chaos of just like this one big group of people moving together, especially through like the racing levels. Yeah. And you're like, what do I need to do to get to like the outside edge and, and get ahead of this pack, you know? So yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing this week. All right. So I guess we'll take a quick break and when we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. So now we're flashbacking to 2012. So this week in July, we got a few games. We got Frogger Hyper Arcade Edition on the PlayStation Network. Um, I don't know if it came to the Xbox Live Arcade, though. And Wikipedia Sounds does like not... Sounds like they were trying to do Mega Man DX with Frogger. Um, or like the Pac-Man DX. Yeah, that's the one I was trying. That's that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, I thought you said. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's the one. Because I never heard of this. Yeah, that's what exactly what it looks like. Um, did it come to um? Yeah, it came to three sixty also. Yeah, 
I also don't know when because I don't see it up here. It usually comes it on like the Wednesday. The Wii too, yeah. But it could have been a uh, like a little exclusive before. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. Um, I don't know what it got rated though. Um, let me see here. What does this have that? Nope. Uh, looks like that's yeah, Nintendo Life Metacritic Xbox 360. They had 55. Oh, they don't have a PlayStation one. 62 on the PS3. Okay, so the PlayStation one's better for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but it is lower standards. <laughs> okay, uh, what we got here? We got NCAA Football 13. This is. Ooh. Uh, the second to last one. Um, the last one is next year, um, fourteen. So I had this one. This is with RG three on the front and another player. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I try to remember. Oh, Barry Sanders. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah, I, was, oh, I wow. think it was the current player. Yes, they had a um, yeah, they had a old um, Hospital Trophy winner and a new one, and the most recent one. So I had this one and I was excited because I was like, hey, RG three, that's my quarterback. That's going to be my quarterback. And he had a great year that year, Daniel, for the Washington team. Mm-hmm. Well, the Redskins at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't do revision. We don't do revisionist history on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke. We but do anyway, all the time, don't we? <laughs> anyway, the, uh, unless it's to my benefit, we do it. We'll do revisionist <laughs> history. <laughs> so, yes, the, the Washington um, Redskins won every Super Bowl. Yeah, um, the past. <laughs> it's, but no, he did great. Yeah, he did great. Um, of course, his last year in Beerly, he was awesome. And then he did great coming in the NFL. We had so hot, so much high hopes for him. Mm. It just went downhill after that year. Yeah, but, man, shit, man. They're comparing him to Barry Sanders. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that. But uh, they, he is said he wants to come back this year to play though. Oh. Yeah, he's ready to come back. Um, I will find it funny that if he does get picked up by a team, it's like, damn, and Kaepernick's still not on the team. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm. But you know what? I, like I told my dad, I said, RG3 was one of the good ones. Ah. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Quantum That's all con- you need to say, Don. <laughs> Quantum Conundrum. Yeah. You got uh, this game, which we I think we talked about this one, didn't we? Yeah, we talked about the yeah. Xbox Live release so last week, I think. So now it's on PS3. So yep. they get to play this great game that it got uh, 76 on the PS3. Uh, well, 79 on Metacritic. I'm looking at game because I forget. I, I don't like to look at them unless I have to. Um, <laughs> 79 on PS3. 76 on... Oh, so it got higher on a Metacritic than the Xbox 360. So this versus is better for reasons. I don't know, but it is. Or maybe they got <laughs> a magazine. The PlayStation magazine probably gave it a super high score. Mm-hmm. All right, so what we got here? We got Rainbow Moon for the PlayStation Network. And this game, it was only released on PlayStation platforms. And it is developed by SideQuest. I'm trying to see what the hell this game is. The game borrows heavily from the dungeon crawling genre while the player transverses the game world, but incorporate elements from tactical role-playing games when enemies are engaged in battle. It was only it was digital only for the PlayStation platforms. Even PS4, it came um, to there, and it got a seventy on, across the board on all those platforms. The Vita too included. So it's hmm. an alright game. Destructoid gave it a six out of ten, though. Um, Gamespot gave it a six out of ten. Eurogamer gave it a seven. IGN gave it an eight. 
Joystick gave it a 3 out of 5 stars. Games Radar gave it a 2.25 stars. So it's a, it's a little mix to good. I mean, it's... I guess you really have to just try it out if you want to try it. Uh, I mean, if you think about even getting it. Alright, so what do we got here? We got Rhythm Thief and the Emperor's Treasure. I have no idea what the hell this is, but I know it's a rhythm <laughs> game, so I know I'm not into it. Wait a minute, I see this one. I've seen oh, this yeah. game. I, th- I, I feel like I even played it. Was really? there a demo? Hmm. I'm trying to think, because I... I've seen this guy. I felt like I did touch this game for some reason. I mean, okay, let me get out of here. Let me see what else did it come on. Okay, it looks like this. there was a demo, yeah. Okay, I played the, the demo shop. of it. I probably played the, yeah, I think I played the demo of this game. I don't remember it much, but I know it was a rhythm game. Rhythm puzzle game. It it got decent scores for the 3DS 76. Not for the iOS, though, as it should. All your iOS games should get bad scores so you can get <laughs> off of there and come to other platforms. Uh, it's, but no, it's a, yeah, it's a rhythm-based game, and you play as a kid in a fedora and um, a suit, and <laughs> then you have a dog that looks like uh, looks like um, Tintin's dog with a spot on his eye. Uh, oh, yeah. So, and plus, it's in French, too, so maybe he did. He stole Tintin's dog <laughs> and then put a spot over his eye so he wouldn't know that it's his dog. Damn him. <laughs> now, I don't know if it's based in Spanish. That could be just a location where he's dancing. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, France is does... a dancing city. Yeah, and I don't know if France have emperors. <laughs> I thought they said kings and queens, too. Anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it means that little stylish thing, a little neat thing going on here. Dancing. I forgot what kind of music they played. Let me see here. Did I leave it? Did I leave the place? Yep. Uh, jazzy. Cause I'm trying to feels see. like it has a ja- would have a jazzy vibe. That's what it. I feel like. And plus, Japanese do do like jazz. They stole it from black people. Yeah, I said <laughs> it. Uh, and then, uh, okay, it says in the Western version, the ending. Of, oh, this that's talking about the ending. No. Um, let me see. Doing the story, blah blah blah. Why do Wikipedia want to tell that? It's the base of the damn game. Okay, I don't know. I'm going to say it was swing music. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it looks like it would have that kind of vibe to it too. Yeah, it's the fedora mostly that gives it away. All Actually, right, so- you know what? It's very much like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's jazzy. It's up tempo jazzy. Cool. All right. So what else we have here? We got Summer Stars 2012, and Wikipedia is not happy with this, but I'm, I'm gonna guess it's like maybe Summer Games. I want to say, but like Olympic Games. <laughs> it's we'll off-brand Olympics. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, that's almost exactly what this looks like. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's a PlayStation it really Move game. A, but it doesn't yeah. actually say Olympics up here. Oh, definitely not, no. I don't think they could. They could, probably can't get the license. So, no, it's yep. Summer Games set in London. <laughs> which I'm guessing, like, that year the Olympics were in London also? Yes. Yeah, 2012. <laughs> yeah, yep. So, yeah, this is very much 
We wanted to make an Olympics PlayStation Move game, but could not get the Olympics license. I think it came to Xbox 362 eventually. Oh, okay. So I, see, I see a cover for it. Did it have Connect support? Yes, yes. I think okay. these, yeah, they supported it made for. Yep. Yeah, because this, these locations. Came to the Wii they say in London, whatever. I see freaking palm trains and stuff. This person <laughs> on the diving board. Where the hell in London is that? Is? Uh, I mean, it's got to be artificial. That's on the resort. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to guess this game got like a 10 out of 10. So, um, yeah, go go get it, people. Let's see. Metacritic has absolutely no scores. For the Wii version, the PS3 version does not really have a culmination of scores. Gaming Age gave it a 75 on the PS3. <laughs> this game is, was it, nobody even of note try, even tried nope. this game out. Nope. PlayStation Official Magazine in the UK gave it a 70. And Anything it doesn't even London, want to go to the gave Xbox gave a decent score in, that, in there. No probably user all. reviews. <laughs> yes, they're, bi- they're biased. <laughs> so there you go, people buy it. It's on a PS3 and Wii, and maybe it comes out later on a 360, because I thought I saw a cover, but that baby, maybe got canceled. Maybe Xbox said, no, I don't want this shit up here. All right. So now we're going back 20 years. Only one game. Only one game for this year. Digimon World 3 came out in Japan. So there you go. I don't know how good this Digimon is. Um, I don't think it mattered. I think you were their fan. You were getting it anyway. And it has on the front. It has Gaomon, the Transformers Rex one. It has that it new has one. a bear wearing a bear's hat. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, a bear skull cap, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's a backward hat. Maybe it's a. It backward looks like hat. a backwards okay. hat to me. Because um, I was thinking skull cap at first too. Um. Then it has a red one that was in season three of Digimon, where I tried to watch it, but I was like, nope, this is not good. <laughs> season one and two, and I don't like it because I don't know these people. Um, Confirmed the CG uh, intro has it showing as a backwards cap, and also he's got like belts tied around his hands for some reason. Oh, he's going to Kingdom Hearts route. No, I was going to say he's going <laughs> full Kingdom Hearts. Getting those, he got the belts and he needs to get some zippers. Yep. Zippers with that zip to nothing. <laughs> that just zip up and down. Like, no reason at all. Yeah, and basically that's it. Uh, like, uh, nothing much because the middle of July, usually not a lot of tons of games coming out. Yeah, not so, back in those days. Yeah. Shucks, even for 10 years ago, well, which is... um. You got a few games though, but then you got. Yeah. Of course, you got probably if you go on Steam, you have a whole lot of games. You probably <laughs> had a lot of games like you if you go to that site, Dick Games. Maybe they had some like those games. That, <laughs> <laughs> Do they go. have a this day in Dick history? Yeah, I, they they should actually. That site probably wasn't even made yet though. <laughs> that probably was, site probably wasn't even made until Being a Dick was out, and they say, "Oh, we're gonna make a Dick Games site where we can put all these type of uh, sexual games up there." All right. So I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. And now we're doing the gaming news. What we got, Dad? All right, Dominic. So Nintendo announced that they are going to be releasing a new Splatoon-themed Switch OLED. This is going to have... It can't be the Switch 2? No no Switch 2. Still no new hardware. Just new crazy colors, Dominic. This one's going to have a, like... 
I don't know how to describe it. It's like a subtle design, like a dark gray on black with uh, different Splatoon-esque designs on the okay. back of the console itself. <clears throat> and then on the back of the Joy-Cons, it's white. And then on the front of the Joy-Cons, it's like a fade from green to yellow and then purple to pink. I think it looks really good as far as like matching the the Splatoon theme with the crazy colors they have and everything like that. I think it looks pretty cool. Um, they also uh, announced a Pro Controller and a carrying case to go along with it. The Pro Controller is going to launch on the same day as Splatoon 3, which is September 9th. And the console is actually coming out like a week ahead of time on August 26th. But the the Pro Controller looks like they put like far less effort into it because it's literally just like the rubber grippy bits on the bottom of the hands hands are just different colors. Like they aren't even like these faded colors. It's just like one side is blue and one side is green or something like that. Like it's very low effort. It feels like compared to what they did at least with the, the joy cons, which looks pretty cool. So that's kind of, yeah. But if you don't have a switch OLED, you're looking to get one. You like Splatoon a lot. It seems like pretty cool one to get. And of course the dock also has kind of a, the same similar design of like black and dark gray, but then it has like a big splat of Splatoon color. On Should be there. a gift card to like Red Lobster to get some um, free calamari, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> how offensive, Dominic? How offensive? What's it called? The Bo. What's that? Boham. Ah, the sushi place. Oh shit! The one is not near here, but I think it's probably over other places. Oh my mm. god! I am not familiar with sushi, Dominic. I am uncultured swine. Well, it's not just sushi. It's like a Japanese style restaurant. Um, oh, okay. Fuck! Damn it! Okay, forget it then. I'm going to remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Like it began with the B. Well, maybe not begin with the B, but it has a word that's a B in There's there. There's a B in there. <laughs> oh, man. No, not in Baltimore. I don't think it's in Baltimore. No, maybe it's in San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, it's, it's over there. It's... Bonsai? Not Bonsai, no. No. Oh, God. Benny Hara, uh, something. Oh, Benny Hanas. Benny Hanas, yeah. I completely, like, even saying that now, I completely forgot that that was the Japanese thing. <laughs> like for some reason, that and um, Fogata Chow are like crossing in my mind. Oh, so there is a Benny. Like, oh, it's in Bethesda. Okay. Ah. Uh, yeah, it's not one in Bar. That sounds about right. That sounds like that sounds like a Bethesda type thing. Benny Hanna. It was founded in New York City. Yep. Japanese influence restaurant. Influence. Oh, there's Daniel. one in Baltimore, so, too. Where? Lancaster Street. Why the closest one they show me is Bethesda? Because they know you don't like going into Baltimore, don't like. You said where? Mm. Uh, what did I say? Lancaster Street. Let's see. 
on this map if I can. What's it by? Okay, it says Baltimore, Maryland. What? Okay. That's in Bethesda. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I guess they consider best Bethesda, Baltimore. Okay. Bastards. Fine. I mean, I guess if you're like far away. Wait, no, that's why a different. Not? Okay, hold on. That's a different. That's a different address. Oh. Where is it? Where is it? Oh no, Show I see it. Yeah, it's. Map. Yeah, it's in southeast. It's like over by Fells Point. Uh, okay. Oh, I see it here. But why are they calling it R.A. Sushi? That's what I see. Restaurant. I don't think it's called Benny Harms anymore. That's what I think it happened. Yeah, that's what I see too. It's just R.A. Sushi. Benny Hanna Baltimore, crafted by R.A. Sushi. We are located inside R.A. Sushi. Oh, please like a proceed big place. to the host stand. That that sounds weird. Is Benny Hanna now one of those things that like? Other restaurants make, but like it's not actually a Benihana. <laughs> oh, kind of like, hib- like Hibachi Grill or something. Like I see a well, lot. Well, of- like uh, there are things you can order from like they're made at Applebee's, but if you order them on like Uber Eats or something, it's some other company, and oh. they have exclusive like th- weird foods. I it's I don't know. It's so odd. It almost feels like it's just some dude in the back of a Applebee's yeah, like doing it on the side. This don't count, man. Yeah, no, got to go to the Bethesda for the real thing. <laughs> all right, Dominic. So this week we saw also announced the RoboCop game, RoboCop Rogue City. It's going to be a first-person shooter coming out in June of 2023. There's a trailer out there right now. Is it like 80s RoboCop? Uh, yes, it, it is Peter Weller, original RoboCop. And uh, the graphics look like a game made in the 80s. Yeah, is the, they, don't, uh, they don't look that bad, but it does is, not what's look What's his name playing RoboCop? Peter Weller. Oh, you say it's P- is Peter Weller is playing RoboCop? Yeah, Peter oh, okay. Weller is playing RoboCop. Well, yep, I never knew so his name. Is, I never knew his name. Yeah, the same guy played him in uh, Mortal Kombat, the original one, not the souped up. One from a couple of years ago. Okay. Probably 20 years ago at this point, sadly, because we're old. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Because you said Peter what Weller's you- RoboCop. I, I, it sounded like you were talking about a director or something like that. Yeah. Nah. The director was um, Paul. I don't know who the hell this guy is. Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he's the same guy that did like Starship Troopers or something like that. I don't know. I've definitely heard that name before, though. Um, yes. I mean, what did, what do you think, Dominic? Are you at all interested in anything related to RoboCop? Well, I was a big RoboCop fan. So yeah. Were you? Okay. Now I I watched that movie like, I don't know how many times. The first, were you a fan of two and three also? Oh, uh, two, Uh, three, uh, two. I haven't only seen it one time. Okay. I don't remember it much, but two and one, one, I saw the most two. I watched uh, quite a few times too. I I used to like him as a kid. I was gonna say at a highly inappropriate age, I'd imagine. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? I mean, what what could they do for this game that would get you interested in it? I, I mean, just be like the 
the old, like have an 80s style to it like mm-hmm. i mean i don't know much i mean just really be, god peter weller looks very old <laughs> yeah yeah um but uh yeah i don't i mean i, I don't know what, i mean i really don't know i mean just make a good fucking game that shit Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, here's the hoping. I I don't. I mean, who's making a game? See, that's what I was just looking up. I didn't it's not see WB? that originally. Is it WB um, publishing it? Um, Steam Namco. No, not Namco. Nak Nako. What the hell is that? Nakon. The same people who published the Sinking City. And Blood Bowl. And that game Steel Rising. Which did that come out? Oh, that's coming out. Still. The one that kind of looks like Bayonetta, but you're a robot lady. Oh, okay. So, not a big publisher, but a publisher that has put out reputable things. And the developer is Taeyeon. They have nothing listed on Steam. As far as what they have previously made. So let's see. Their official website has Robocop. And also, oh, that's who it was. I did see this. The same people that made Terminator Resistance are making this game. Well, then I don't care about this game. (laughs) I I should have led with that. Sorry, Dominic. Just uh, built you up to then bring bring you back down to reality. But they've also got like the flame and the flood and human fall flat. Like those are, did they work on these games too? Or yeah, did, but those games they just publish those so in Japan. Different, yeah. I think they just publish them in Japan. Yeah, that's what it is. They also published that uh, bomber crew game that you played on Xbox. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, that that game maybe isn't going to be good, but we'll see. There's potential. Uh, it's gonna be isometric. Oh, you said oh, you said for FPS. Okay. First person shooter. So, so yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. so my graphics look a little rough though. Oh, they showed it. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of gameplay in the trailer that came out with it. You, you see a little bit of. You see, a, excuse me. Ugh. You see a little bit of uh, kind of everything that you would expect from a RoboCop movie. You know, you see the uh, Ed Two O Nine or whatever that big robot guy is and uh drug dealers and robot and uh robocop shooting people's they have like women screaming and then coming to hug you because you saved them (laughs) like they did in that movie you know what i don't think they did so yeah this isn't quite doesn't quite hit all the marks i guess but yeah definitely it does have an 80s vibe to it not like in an over-the-top like Synthwave oh, kind yeah, of eighties vibe, yeah. but just like uh, definitely, yeah, like this scummy business suit, but the suit is like too big for him, and that guy definitely just sniff crack vibe, that kind of thing. Oh, definitely I mean, and yeah, like this this first person stuff they show it now looks pretty good, but I don't know if that's going to be actual in game or what. Yeah, see, that's a, like the environments look good. The people, yeah, look the people, yeah, the slightly people, less yeah. good. They don't look awful, but they definitely don't look as good as the environments. 
All right, Dominic, we got another game announcement this week. Uh, Sort of game, sort of expansion. Gwent Rogue Mage is a new single-player Gwent game uh, releasing on the PC, iOS, and Android. It's out now, actually. Uh, For $9.99, you can also get a, like, premiere edition that's $20 that comes with in-game skins and cosmetics for the multiplayer well, and and card packs for the multiplayer went, which I had thought got killed, but it was just like the console versions, right? Yeah. Or the Xbox version specifically, I think. Because I, mean, I thought for whatever reason they had taken that whole thing down. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I thought that, yeah, I thought they did too, cool. um, but, but not, the, not the story mode one. The, um, they took down the actual, like, then they take down just the card game, like just the online game because it's a story mode game that's separate that that's what i played oh right god they made that complicated (laughs) yeah that's what they did they killed it on all the consoles it wasn't just the xbox but the pc version and the the mobile versions are still going on the multiplayer uh, of the of just the card game the playing card game right correct yeah yeah so it's pretty cool that they're they're doing something with it, especially single player stuff. I mean, you know how I feel. The you other know, the other game was pretty play good. Player stuff over that. Yeah. yeah. The uh, I just had, I just didn't finish it, but it was I, I liked it what I played. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I hope this is pretty all right too. Yeah, because I remember you you were saying like it actually did interesting story stuff with the like in between the card game. Oh yeah, stuff too, because right? you got yeah. choices to make and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really cool, and it seems like they're doing you know similar stuff with this one. So, I mean, very I nice. never played the uh, Warcraft story games, not the Warcraft. I mean, the Heart Hearthstone um, mm. stuff for Blizzard. I don't know how much is that similar. Like, do you is it like story bits and you make a choice and you just play battles through cards, just like that? No, I don't. I don't know because I, I never wanted to end up spending money on that to play those but i don't think it was i don't think it was as complex as that i think it was just like you know here's this like boss tower basically of of people you're gonna fight and here are the new cards that are gonna be a part of this but i don't i don't think they ever did like a story choices and different paths and stuff like that oh okay so yeah that's cool pretty unique to to what they're doing because that was the only so. reason I was even thinking about doing it after playing the uh, Witcher one. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. the Hearthstone stuff is like that. Yeah, but if it's not, then yeah, well, okay, I didn't miss out on anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's fleshed out in the same way. All right, Dominic. Next up, we got news on E3 next year, 2023. It is finally happening again in person. And I believe them this time because they are partnering with Reed Pop, the people who put on packs and also do New York Comic Con. And I think I also read that they do Star Wars you Celebration. Are those the guys do the toys? Uh, no, okay. no, that's Funko Pop. Oh, okay. No, Reed Pop are the organizers buying like packs. So they're, they, they know how to do this stuff. Packs has come back since pandemic times. So I have no doubt that next year there's going to be an event. What that event is going to be, I don't know because like 
read pops events are more like consumer focused and fan focused like star Wars celebration. They have business announcements and stuff like that, but a lot of it is just people going to enjoy the convention kind of aspect of it in the same way you, you do with a PAX. So I wonder, cause they, they did talk about, you know, uh, media signups are going to be happening at the end of 2022. They made sure to note that it was going to be secure media signups because uh, obviously the ESA has leaked uh, people in the media's information for like the past two years now, which did not lead to uh, helping them try and bring E3 back. But what do you think, Dominic, compared to what we saw of E3 in the past, Versus what we've seen over these past couple of years with Jeff Keighley's kind of, you know, E3 equivalent Summer Games Fest stuff. Mm-hmm. What what do you prefer? Do you, do you like the consolidated kind of everything happening at the same time because there is a physical event happening? So everybody's meeting there or do you like these spaced out? A, li- a little bit more spaced out kind of events. I want I want everything. <laughs> but, but no, I want but, one big announcement event, but also little uh, things around them. No, but I do like the announcement. I like it as an event where it's like uh, over the span of days, mm-hmm. we're showing big things. So it doesn't even have to be in a location, but yeah. just happening. But in a location, it's pretty nice. Fuck it here where people's... Um, experiences are and what they yeah. saw and for they can compare like the event they went to and other person but I had to go to another event at the same time and talk about it or something like that mm-hmm. and I do yeah I, I mean I like it even though I'm never going to go or anything yeah. um, but I do like for people that have experience where they can tell us about it and we can see the videos at least of what they shown mm-hmm. and everything they're trying to one up each other at these events, like these um, <laughs> companies, or so. It, yeah, I mean, because it's fun. It seems like it's, it's a cool thing, you know, for yeah. the fans. I mean, at first it was just an expo for you know businesses and stuff, but now it's become more of a fan event, um, mm-hmm. which is I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I do like it that way. Like, if it went away, I wouldn't be totally mad. I just wanted that's what they have at the same time because even now. You know, most of this, a lot of stuff happened sort of around the same time. It was still stuff coming out at later because, like, God of War, we got later. Uh, yeah. And it came out in the PlayStation event that was happening right before the Summer Game Fest because that was just most – was what was that one about? Mostly VR stuff, I think, in that one? Yeah. Yeah, there was, was v- some VR stuff. There was also – was it, like, more third-party stuff? God, I can't even remember, to be honest. I, I think it was mostly – because that's why I remember the VR stuff from um, Horizon. And Horizon, yeah, 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 I think that was more the new VR, uh, whatever. And like, then they showed God of War, and then like, oh, that's also where they showed Resident Evil. That's yeah, what that's Resident what Evil, the yeah. other big one was. Yeah, and so things are kind of spread out. Where I can feel like I don't mind it in one big place. And then I know some people say, um, like we even mentioned here, that having so many things at one time, you don't remember. But the big yeah. for, for some reason. On E3 in the past, before Indies really became big, I did remember a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Now it was so. I small. mean, there's just like a level of how much content is there now. Yeah, that it's hard. 
Yeah, because I remember back in the day, I mean, there was it was a lot of stuff, but they were it wasn't as much as now. Even though even yeah, then it was no. a lot, but it was enough for me to grasp to, to remember something. I mean, some things they just weren't that good, so they were in the background. So it kind of hurt them, but then again, they weren't that good either. So I didn't. It wasn't like, oh man, it got lost because of these other games. No, it, it got lost because it wasn't that good. Because somebody would have would have talked it up because people were. Mm. That's when people had like you had big staff, so you had people to to do everything. So you had somebody to mention if this game is even worth talking about or not. Um. So like now with indies, almost like. I don't. Maybe you do have to do more than one show. Maybe be a show like E3. You show the big stuff. Show what you think is huge. Even if it's an indie game, but a huge indie game, a game you know that's people should be seeing here. Then you still have a show where you're showing off the rest of them, so they won't get lost. Like you space it out, maybe like hey, a month later or something like that. This is the indie showcase, and people know it's an indie showcase. This is what it is, and then you show. Show off those games. What's they they sort to do now? Just it's just not. We don't know when it's happening, but they do do yeah. that, and I do appreciate that. Even though people get mad on the internet, people get angry, especially Nintendo people, because they all just want their <laughs> Nintendo games. They hate any showcases. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think well, actually, in all the companies, they hate any showcases really. But yeah, I, I like it because I can see something you know that I enjoy, and. Mm. Since now, as I, got, as I get older, because back in the day, yeah, I probably would be just like them. Like, I don't give a goddamn. I mean, show me the big games. Like, I don't care <laughs> about these small little expor- these exploration games of, like, feelings and shit. <laughs> what the hell is this, man? <laughs> I don't give a damn about that. Uh, but So it has its pros and cons, but I, I do. But overall, I do. I do like the whole thing, like everybody coming together and showing off their best stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean that's what that's what all these companies do for every any kind of convention of anything. Like it could be about hair products, they have a big convention. Everybody come together for like a three day weekend showing off their best product. Um, you know, like the electronics um expos of showing off the mm-hmm. um latest electronics and things of that nature. Um yeah. like they all do that and I and I like when games do that, when they have that showing off. Uh, between E three and then you have PAX. I mean PAX is um a little smaller, but it's gotten bigger with the, oh, yeah. with the indie stuff. And it, it has some big stuff, too. Some um, big games show up. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of, you know what? I kind of wish she would go back to the format. Not go back, but be like PAX is still the indie space or something like that. And they they have a show kind of like what E3 is with the indie stuff, but still have it mm. like that. Because then it'd be like, oh, yeah, this is a big thing for these new indie games and stuff like that and i can just see them and i mean they're just as fun as the big games or even better i mean because it's all you go by like quality of fun you know it's that's not really limited like just to money <laughs> you know yeah, you have fun exactly. you have fun so just to have the, them have their space but no i'm i'm glad e3's back like i'm happy e3's back um i'm not i don't know if the internet is even they're at a point where, like, oh, we love Jeff Keighley or something like that, and they hate <laughs> E3. I don't know. I Like, regular folks. I ain't talking about journalists and stuff like that. They have their own feelings on this stuff. Because a lot of time I heard them bitching about E3 before, years ago, just like, oh, it's so crowded there and stuff. 
where like for me, I'm not there. So it don't make a difference. I just like, I don't give a damn how you feel. You better tell me what the hell is there and tell me if you like it or not. That's all I, that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. I mean, Jeff Kinnick is still having summer game fest. I don't care. I mean, it suck if it's around the same time though. That's what I don't want. Yeah. I don't want it within that same, with like, I went a month away. Like if it's I was going to say, give yeah. them a month apart. Yeah, I say. man. I don't want, because I think last time it was like, what, days? <laughs> yeah. It was just days or a day. I don't know what it was, because like, I think Jeff Keighley happened a little earlier or later, and A3 was happening. I forgot what it was. What was it last year? I don't think it was. It was I know it wasn't a week. I had to be days. I think it was days. I think Jeff Keighley's show was like right before, and then he couldn't record E3 or something. Because they said, um, like, licenses, not licenses, but, man, they're like, almost like how we, with Netflix, were showing us shit off on right, our channel. yeah. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it was, yeah, I don't want it that. That's what I don't want. Like, I don't want to be a versus, like, oh, you're watching Jeff Kelly's thing or you're watching E3. <laughs> um, even though I'm not really watching, most of the time I'm not watching this live anyway, but yeah. it's. But just the content-wise, I'm like, just in case somebody wants to do both. Somebody wants to show off on both. They got to decide which one to show off on. Yeah, I know something's going to be exclusive to which one, which that's fine. I'm okay with that. But I don't want them all bunched up. Cause that's just too much information at once. Or yeah. I'll be saying the same shit, like, right back to back. You know? I'm like, cause if somebody does it on both, I'm like, man, I've seen your shit on Jeff Keighley's show. I've seen this on E3 already. I just literally saw it. I don't want to see this stuff again. <laughs> um. So what? Uh, what do you think about this stuff? I'm I'm kind of right there with you. Like I like the big spectacle of having everything together at the same time. I also appreciate some of the stuff that we've gotten since E3 has kind of gone away. Like the the summer demos stuff where it's now like, oh well people can't be here in person. We should make this stuff available to them over the internet. Which yeah. is something you and I have been saying for years now. I mean ever and since Xbox like three sixty COVID popularized. I think that COVID stuff. was like the well the first year we noticed it anyway. If they had it before mm. then, I have no idea. But yeah, yeah. the COVID year that was when, when they, they had definitely invested yeah. in doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And not so just I, the I hope time that one. remains. What was it like the one where oh you gotta buy a ticket and get in <laughs> line to play it? That shit. <laughs> that's, that's the the uh, oh shit the the Cannes Summer yeah Film Festival stuff or whatever. God darn! And it just happened recently with some of Game Fest stuff. Yeah. Um. Like I don't. Yeah. Don't do that, man. I said just put your demo. Just put your demo out. Hmm. Yeah, just let. I mean, if you're clear about like, hey, this is, is not reflective of the final product and whatnot, like, I think you can get away with putting out something that's somewhat broken as long as it's not broken in a way that's like going to compromise the security of the console and, you know, make it so people can hack into the console because then, you know, Xbox or Sony or whoever will be mad at you. But you can put out something that maybe crashes on somebody as long as you make it clear that, hey, this is what we're putting out. We wouldn't typically have people play this, but because we want to be open and transparent about our game development, here you go. You know? Yeah, exactly. We're not charging people money for it, so it's, it's not a concern as far as I'm 
as, as far as I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, Reed Pop definitely feels like the people to get E3 back into a shape where it actually happens. I mean, they have a proven track record. The ESA has been failing for several years leading into the COVID times. And yeah, I just, I, I'm all for more video game news, but also like, let's make it so it's digestible. <laughs> But I think um, the Cheap Ass Gamer podcast, they were talking about, you know, E3 and how they miss it because those guys would actually go, right? And I think it was Shipwreck that said the reason he likes in-person E3s is because you have people having different experiences with games. Whereas when you just have everybody ingesting a video over the internet, everybody's going to have kind of the same opinions, the same hot takes, you know, you're you're going to get very similar thoughts. Whereas yeah. if you are actually going and in person, you get your hands on it, you might feel like it feels a little floaty, whereas somebody else may say it feels tight. You know, you, you just get different experiences. And, and that leads to more interesting conversations that end up having instead of just, you know, eh, yeah, it looks like a new Mario. Cool. So. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what we do next year. But yeah, I I didn't even think about it as far as the Jeff Keeley stuff. Yeah, where does that put him? Does he is he willing to maybe work with them or is he no, like yo I, I'm feeling pot that, committed? I mean, I say that it could change, you know, because not everything's yeah. per. I mean, things personal, but people put business usually all over personal things you they usually yeah i mean i think the inclusion of read pop as kind of like a third party moderator could make it for an easier transition than if it were just like the esa coming back to jeff keely and being like hey you want to be a part of our thing and him just being like bro i've already got my own thing that replaced your thing why would i want anything to do with your thing but like read pop it feels like maybe they would reach out to him and be like, Hey, can we get you for this and pay you a lot of money? No, they're going to get, um, um, what's his name? that used to be on the Sony podcast, the Sony podcast, Greg Miller. Yeah. (laughs) He was doing the EA stuff, like hosting that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's, that was just, uh, like, who's he a part of now? Or is he just, a I think he's agent. still doing the kind of funny stuff. Okay. Honestly, I don't know. Cause like every once in a while I catch something of his on Twitter. Um, and it's, I don't know. I felt like I got the impression from something that maybe he wasn't with them anymore, but I don't think that's true. I think he's still around, but maybe he's not, as big of an on-screen personality. Cause I know he does have like a wife and a kid now and maybe he's, uh, uh, oh, you know, oh, yeah, moved the, away from that. I think a lot of, <laughs> you always say that like he has a wife and a kid now. Well, and these people, they still work, right? I mean, if you're, if you build an enterprise around yourself, you don't have to as much, you know, if you, I if mean, you, yeah, you, uh, you don't, can, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, okay, I mean, unless he says that, like, he, like he said that, then okay. But if he don't, I never assume that, because a lot, 
I see people personalities on television all the time that have wife and kids. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, lots of people have families. Yes, <laughs> and I mean work that's every how that day, works. So. Yes. So I don't know. I'm just saying. Sometimes if you have the options and you have a young child, it's nicer to just be at home with them. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just saying. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, yes, that is true. But I'm just saying, I see a lot of rich people who probably can just be, maybe people who be like, they can just stop doing doing, but they don't. Sure. They like what they yeah. do. I guess that's the benefit of me never liking that's what That's I, what I'm saying. Like, are you, <laughs> are you going through your life, what you do? Because I was like, what he does seems pretty fun. What these people, what those guys do seem pretty fun. And like, like I, something they like to do. I, I don't know if it's just about money. Yeah. I can't imagine that it's just about money. I, mean, I can't imagine, but then again, it seems like it's too much work to me if it's just about money for some of the things they do. Mm. Yeah. Like the ones who really build something, like like him. Like I feel like that's a lot of um, going through. I feel like if you do what you do, the way he does, it seems like he would love to do it. That a family... I don't think it would stop him. I mean, it had to be like a uh, sickness or something. That that's different. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dominic. Next up, we got here Skull and Bones. The Ubisoft pirate game has returned. It's got a launch day. It's coming out this year, November eighth, and it still. Uh, I don't know what this game is. What's, what is this game? This is the pirate game that was basically like Black Flag, but without the good parts of Black Flag. Yeah, I mean, that's good for the audience. But I meant, yeah. what is this game? Like, are we still just in a power boat? Like, what, what's going on? Like, what are we doing? Uh, yeah, it seems like, so they definitely showed some stuff that was like third person you walking around, but that seemed very much like a hub area. Because they still also showed off there. They did uh, basically like an hour, hour and a half long stream. I watched a good portion of it and it was very much ship combat stuff, ship customization. You can do the whole like ship to ship combat, like you um, sending people onto the boat, but it's not you going over there and doing third person action fighting. It's you just sending them over there, having cutscenes. So it's, and stuff like that uh like see here's the thing like if this was let's just say it's like a strategy game Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to think um i guess what eve that's what it's called evil yeah that's the space one yeah yeah like you're managing your ship yeah i would be okay with that even though that's not particularly assassin's creed you know boat thing that's a totally different game and I mean, it seems like if they, I would rather for them to do that way than, like you say, a cutscene or something. No, like, let me go, like, hey, I'm sending my men over there and I have my, some men, like, hey, there's some fire on a boat or something like that. They, they shoot some fire arrows at us. Go put some water out over there. I would mm. like that game. But I just want to know what it is, though. Is it that game? Or, <laughs> like, what exactly are you doing? Or is it like a, a baby version of that. Like you just, Oh, you just say fight or don't fight or shoot cannon. And that's it. Like what, what exactly 
it's the interface. So like, what are you doing? Like, what are you? So I think as far as like the boat stuff goes, like your, your primary attention is you being on the boat. You seemingly can directly control when cannons fire, where you're steering, stuff like that. But then anything like tangentially related to the boat, like let's say for instance, you're going to an island to loot a base, right? Mm -hmm. You pull up to that island, you press a button to basically say, hey, I'm going to send my guys onto that island and loot this base. Mm Then you get a progression bar at the top of the screen that says like, oh, they've they're working towards getting to the first level of loot. Meanwhile, you're still on the boat. You're floating around basically like the bay at that point because you have to stay within the area and you're fighting off like reinforcements coming in or towers that are shooting at you from the land and stuff like that. It's very much like. You're going to be doing boat stuff, and that's about it. You know, you're going to be doing the boat aggressions, I should say, because, like you said, it's it. It doesn't really seem like it's about um uh uh the what's the word I'm looking for here? Like managing the boat. You're not like putting out a fire over here, or even sending guys over to here to attend to this like hole in the boat or anything yeah. like that. It's really just like, okay, I got to keep floating around shooting at these other guys until my guys on the island are done looting. And it's really just like a progression bar at the top. So it just, it, it feels very like part of a game. Well, I say that, but I think part of the reason why it feels like such part of a game to me is because we already saw like the majority of this done with Assassin's Creed, but with the actual like third person action portion of it also. Like, yeah, because I feel like if Assassin's Creed was just the boat stuff, that will get that would have got old fast for me. Mm-hmm. I think breaking it up where I went on the island and did Assassin's Creed stuff. Yep, helped with that. Even though I did like the boat stuff the most, but it would have to be deeper than what it was. Yeah. It had to be more than just what it was. Like that's good for a game like Assassin's Creed because you don't want to make anything too much because then you kind of then going to something else be like, "Man, what the hell is this?" Like, how about <laughs> yeah. just play this game? But so having like I I feel like if they're going to just stick with the boat, they have to have had a whole lot more than what Assassin's Creed got. Um, like to make it like I feel like a full fledged game that it's okay for me to stay on a boat because this is a lot of game here. It's mm-hmm. a lot of game. Like, did they talk about whaling or anything? Now, Assassin's Creed, you could do that, but it was kind of it wasn't like a a great thing in Assassin's Creed. I mean, it was all right, but they could probably add it more to make it a lot harder to wh- not harder, but more challenging to a way that is fun. To whale yeah. something more complex, yeah, exactly, if, or fleshed out, yeah. Uh, if they did, it's not something that that I noticed or stuck in my head. So. Or, or did yeah. you do like whale wars that could stop the whalers or something? Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like they're also doing like a large like like multiplayer mechanic. Uh, <laughs> I don't know because whale wars is just fun to reference. <laughs> 
Yeah. I just, yeah. Like they, they also talked about multiplayer stuff. Like you're going to be able to pirate along with your friends and stuff. Oh, like, um, um, but it's going to be, it's not it. going to be like sea of thieves. It's going to be like, yeah. he's got his boat over there. I've got my boat over here. You shoot at those cannons over there. I'll shoot at these cannons. Yeah, over okay, here. It's very much like you are the boat. Well, that's actually what I want to see these to be, because because <laughs> I could because yeah because you can't play these by yourself <laughs> really unless no. it's like a, unless they give you a rowboat because <laughs> you only can um, control that yeah I guess that's that's I mean that's cool I just need to know more of the game I wish yeah I just need to know more of it because I want to know if it's fun playing yeah I mean I, I might yeah. I might say right. it's worth checking out that stream just to see. Um, there's a lot of filler, like interview stuff. There's there's maybe like 20, 25, 30 minutes of gameplay stuff where it's actually them playing the game. So it's not, not a lot to take in. They're okay. also doing another stream September 9th, I believe, for this game. Hopefully yeah. by by the time it launches, we'll know exactly what that game is and if it's something any of us actually want to play. Like I said, they add those strategy elements of like you sh- getting your men saying, "Hey, y'all go board over here. You men stay back or something," and mm. cover the cannons or whatever. I I would yeah, I'll be okay with that. I'll be okay with that. Um, gotcha. But if it's just like a little like Assassin's Creed. I mean, that's fun, but I'll I'm not gonna be playing it that long. I mean, if it's a mm-hmm. or I mean, unless it's, that's a story story mode is short, then I'll play it up to that, and then that's it. Yeah, I hear you. All right, I mean, what do you want? Can... What do you want? I I honestly want something that's more in the fashion of an Assassin's Creed, uh, a third person action adventure game yeah because you want to control the person yeah i'm just saying yeah i want to control the person yeah i because i'm just saying i'm just assuming it's not that so that's what i'm saying what i will want if it isn't that yeah if it's not that i i i would need it to be more i don't know honestly if it's not that it's just not the game for me i guess well or or could chant they could make it like your um advance wars or something yeah no <laughs> i i don't think that's the direction i would want that to go in like i i have no issue with the like i am the boat kind of situation but if that's the case then it's just gonna be a limited scope like if i can't board another person's ship then that's fine but like i don't know don't let me send my people over there i guess or like Go further and say, like, like you said, like, I guess more managing the ship and saying, like, almost not turn based, but. Oh, no, not turn based. Like, like, I don't, yeah, I don't mean to say turn based, like, like strategy almost, where it's like, okay, my crew is 50 guys. I can send 20 of them over there and absolutely destroy this ship, but that's going to leave me, like, more vulnerable on my boat or I could send five guys over there. They might be able to pull it off. Yeah. That kind of thing. You know, if you're just not giving me that direct control over it, um, or do what so I guess 
That's what I'd be like. I think um, one of the Dynasty Warriors tactics does, like, you can send men and stuff, but you can also go down on the ground, you know, and mm-hmm. fight. So give me the choice to control one of my men or something, yeah. and I can still do third-person shit, like fighting, but being a strategist at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't mind like cool. that. Um, so I could still have both of those. Up. That's why I really would prefer it that way. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's the only way I can like it. If it's just more tactical way. If they're not going to do the third person stuff, as be more of a tactics thing, like a real yeah. RTS for me um, to be into it. Yeah, maybe this game comes out Dominic and sells gangbusters like they didn't expect. And they go on to make a sequel that's, you know, more fletched out and and goes in one of these directions, you know. We'll see. I mean, it's it's a game that we didn't necessarily expect to be coming out this year that's now coming out this year in the holiday season. Well, they need which a, is um, kind of cool. What's the pirate show I watched called? Oh, what was that thing called? It's Flags of Our Fathers. Yeah, not flag flag. This flag means death. Yeah, this flag means death. Did he some this flags means death DLC like the, the gentleman power DLC? Like <laughs> <laughs> I you know Ubisoft. I could see them maybe doing that. They're gonna support this game for seven years despite the fact that like one person's playing. <laughs> All right, Dominic. Uh, we got some release date news now. For Spoken has been delayed from October. Into it next year. It's coming out January 24th now. That was the uh, adventure game on PlayStation? Correct. Yeah. Right. You play as the young woman and there's like maybe some was it exclusive time to PlayStation? magic elements. I believe it is. Yeah. I don't remember who is making this. Is it being published by Square? Was it on PC also or just the console? I think it is um, like a, 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 a Epic Game Store exclusive. Oh, okay. Temp, you know, at least. And this is with the girl from. Um, was she in? It's not the girl from uh, True Blood, is it? Not her, mm, right? I'm trying to think who it is because I don't think the character looks like the voice actress. Or if it does, then I'm not. Sure. I know the girl for True Blood was playing some game. Dun, dun, no, it's not the girl for True Blood. It's not the girl for True Blood. Um, it is Ella. I gotta put my glasses back on. Good lord. I felt like I've seen her before, though. Ella, Ella Belinska? Yeah, Belinska. Apparently, she was in the latest Charlie's Angels movie. Okay, so that's where I see her. And she does look like the character. Yeah, she does look I like her, yes. Just didn't recognize her. Um, apparently, she is also in the Resident Evil Netflix thing that's happening. When is that happening? I don't know anymore. This is like July, every oh, time July 14th. It. It's coming up. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought like there was one, but then was there's also been like so many different ones. I wasn't yeah, sure which it's one. The, it was the the one I saw, which was a computer animated one. Then it was a movie, a real one, that came out on. I forget one of these streaming services. I don't, mm. I don't know if it was Netflix though. Wasn't Evil? 
movie. Give me a year. 2021. Welcome <laughs> to Raccoon City. That came on Hulu? Hulu. Okay. That's what my sister saw because she was like, that movie sucked. I mean, not sucked. <laughs> I don't know if she said it sucked. Maybe she said it wasn't that great. But she said the one yeah. I saw sucked. And I said, yeah, it did suck. Okay. Uh, but um, but that was okay. I mean, I said, yeah, I still finished it, though. But this one, <laughs> yeah, because I totally forgot about this one. Actually, I don't know. It's on because it's on Hulu now, but it's also on Amazon. Mm. Uh, and everything else you got to pay for. I mean, like it's like nineteen ninety nine on yeah. YouTube. Nineteen ninety. Who the fuck is gonna pay twenty dollars? <laughs> Resident for Evil fans down in the Yeah. What does it get rated? Let's see the reviews. Oh, thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh wow. That is questionable. It's only thirty percent <laughs> rotten. That's what it means, Daniel. Oh, okay. so it's seventy gotcha. percent good. It's yeah, that's good, man. I remember yeah. I used to understand rotten tomatoes. I used to think like, what? What does it mean? Does it mean like what is rotten? How you know it's rotten? Because like, I just need to look <laughs> at this number. Or like I didn't know like if fifty percent was good. I was like, it's fifty percent okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when do they classify it as rotten? Is it like? Uh, 65 or something i i think it used to be because some people the people the conspirators are the same <laughs> that it used to be at like something like that but then they raised it so that oh, like okay. 60 is just a tomato gotcha lowering the bar huh yeah they think they are i mean but i think they are too because there's money involved so i i would not be surprised because when rot, because now the rotten tomatoes have been taken seriously. When you see fucking commercials say it is fresh on rotten tomatoes, I was like, yeah, they ain't never say that back in the day when I was looking at rotten tomatoes. <laughs> That's why no. I never thought like, oh, rotten tomatoes must not be that great. I mean, I, I mean that's serious. But now they're mm. taking that shit seriously. It's like, okay, oh, rotten yeah. tomatoes. It's like when they, they didn't take Twitter seriously. Twitter was a real place. Now it is. And now Twitter <laughs> is the source of all news. Yes, of all news. Actual news stations report on things that happen on Twitter. Exactly, and and people, like I, I still find it funny that okay, it's so one thing you say like, oh yeah, I don't get on Twitter or something like that. So, okay, I, I but I, they still get on Facebook, so it's not like they, they don't get on social media. It's one thing you say go on social media. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, I I commend you for that. Um, you still get on Facebook. I say man, whatever, man, get the fuck out of here. I said you're not even looking <laughs> at real news anymore. You know, it's. <laughs> for Facebook, I see at least at least some of those news is real on Twitter. I don't believe none of that shit on Facebook because y'all are the ones who always keep telling me is there's a movie coming out, and then I go look it up and it's not. It's, <laughs> it's, it's something fake. All right, Dominic. So Forspoken that's coming out next year, but that's clearing the way. For another game that got a release date this week, unfortunately for Skull and Bones, it's one day after it, actually. November 9th, we have God of War Ragnarok launching on the PlayStation consoles, Dominic. It's happening. It's not delayed. Well, it's not delayed again yet, but seemingly it's coming out this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, so Sony got a big hitter. 
um, yeah. coming out. Uh, major yeah. one. What does Xbox have coming out? Uh, the continued relaunch of Halo Infinite. But I felt like there was something else though. That's like, nothing else that's that's huge, but it's still Scorn. That uh, dicks in the wall game. That's, that's that, that is that is coming out this year. Okay, yeah, okay, I knew it was something. That's coming out. Um, exclusive twenty twenty two holiday. <sighs> what are left for this year? See, I'm just waiting for to Sony to just let me be able to stream their games through the PC, like all yeah. their games, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm waiting for. Oh, unless I win a lottery, yeah. then I'll go ahead and buy the console or something. <laughs> yeah, Scorn's coming out in October. Warhammer 40k, Dark Tide is coming in, out in September, and that's all this fan-sided website is basically saying. Because you know, Redfall was supposed to come out this year, but that got pushed back. Starfield was, or was it Starfield that was supposed to come out? I think it was this year. Well, or both, both of them, them just said, <laughs> but, but both of them did say delay. I just know that, right? Delay to next year. Yeah. So I, yeah, they don't, they don't really have anything huge. No, nothing huge that we're aware um, of. But they got the Game Pass, so you can just say, yeah, and that's there the you thing. Go. Uh, you might not have huge games, but you got a large number of well, the very good, the internet, most Daniel. likely indie games. They need triple A. Screw these indies and their feelings and <laughs> their games with feelings. <laughs> <laughs> things that's supposed to make you think and have a heart. You got time for this shit? Nope. Got to kill some stuff. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> with a big gun or a big and sword. And abuse my son while doing it like in God of War and say... Uh, you ain't doing well, right. I don't know. He's a grown man now, Don. <laughs> He's here to partner with you. <laughs> they did release a new trailer along with this. It's only like 30 seconds. It's very short, but it's just Kratos cutting some people up and then his son coming in like, I'm here to help. I got a deep voice now. He got I'm a deep voice now? Man. He's got a deeper voice. I was about he's, to say, he, he still he's seemingly small. gone through puberty now. <laughs> he's, he's in his tween years. Okay. Guys. Teen years. Yes, he's well so, into so he has random years. erections every now and then. That's uh, and maybe <laughs> that's going to be a gameplay element. <laughs> You're going to have a button that says "Put that away." <laughs> oh, I should have knocked. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Dominic. Yeah, so that is our news this week, Dominic. You see anything else for the people? Uh, I haven't really been looking at stuff. Let me let me see here. Let me look on 4chan and see what they got here. <laughs> 4chan. <laughs> Are they going to tell you about how uh, Hideo Kojima assassinated the former Japanese yeah, you, prime yeah, minister? Yeah, I see you, you showed me that. I looked that up, and yeah. <laughs> My God, oh, that man. is insane. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. A man died. Yes, he did, <laughs> unfortunately. The the thing that you're laughing at it is how ridiculous people are that they'll take a picture of a video game developer and just go like, yeah, this is the guy that shot him. Yeah, yeah, that's like, what I'm it's laughing not at. about the guy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's that stuff. Sure, Uh, it says three four three reveals Halo's Infinite co-op beta launch date and details how cooperative play works. I didn't look at that. Yeah, because that beta 
starts this week, I think. The way we're handling this is through something we are we eternally refer to as no Spartan left behind. When players join the fire team, that works so well for schools and choose their save slots to play on. The game aggregates the states of all missions across those saves and sets up a world state and when in which any missions completed by all fire team members are marked as complete, while any missions not completed by all are marked as incomplete. You can think of this system as creating a version of the world that's like the lowest common denominator of everyone's campaign process progress. This way, no matter what you do, no one is completing missions out of order. I don't know if I like the sound of that. Does that mean if you're like on level one and I'm on level seven, we have to start at level one or two? Yeah, I don't know, man. I just want to jump in and jump out. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I feel like I I just feel like by now, I mean, people who cared about the game and the story, they played it already. If they really care about it, they already played it already. They played through the game. So now I just want to have some fun and just jump in and jump out. Yeah. Like, my friend, he doesn't care about the damn story. He didn't even play the game yet. But when it gets co-op, <laughs> he probably wouldn't mind trying it. And just... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Uh, let me see. Anything else? Uh, can I at least let you... I mean, it probably said it in there. I hope it lets you, like, have your Spartan... Not all of us just be green. Can we just, like, have our own... <laughs> like, know? let you use your multiplayer yeah, skins? exactly. They should. I mean, especially if they're still selling like cosmetic stuff, you want to motivate people to to buy more of that. Oh, it says take a early look at Skate's fluid movements and awesome bales. Ooh. I did watch that. It's it's a very early video. Like yeah. the graphics aren't even These necessarily people, what they're gonna they're be. They're like a bunch of mannequins. <laughs> yeah. Very flat shaded. Uh, I don't know. I'm still more of a Tony Hawk guy. Whatever, Tony Hawk. I sucks. think the the bells <laughs> and skate look cool. Get over it, Daniel. It's over. Just get it. <laughs> it is over. The kids want the skate now. Yep. Oh yeah. Like Speaking Tony of skate, Hawk, I was watching some more of that. Uh, that skate uh, anime. Uh, and that's oh, only okay. a few episodes too. Uh, but I ain't finished it yet. Uh, I think I still have a few more. It, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, these little short animes, you know, they do all right job um, mm-hmm. with these things. Like, I could just watch them quickly and just go away. It's not a whole bunch of stupid shit just happening. Yeah. I just like how they just make it, the skating, just <laughs> put all this anime stuff to it. Like, the guy just, say, how does he use his... Uh, foot to just bounce off the wall on the skateboard and say he's been training and blah 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 and making up all this all this <laughs> shit <laughs> that's that is physically impossible <laughs> to do <laughs> all right so yeah i'm done all right we got new releases dominic uh this one i missed last week dnf Duel. yeah and i did i try it out no i didn't try it out i was looking at it um yeah i was looking at a video of it yeah, this is a new Arc Systems fighting game for the PC and PS4. 
and PS5 using characters from Dungeons and Fighters, which apparently is a RPG. And DNF stands for what? Do not fail. Uh, I just made that up. Dungeon Fighters. <laughs> Dungeons and Fighters. I feel like it's think, Fighters maybe. for the F. Because, I mean, it's based on the Dungeon and Fighters world, so I so just they assume don't say that and, it was like... They say and Fighters. I guess. Or for this, they did. Yeah. Because they didn't want to call it... D-F. Uh, D-A-F. Oh, D-A-F. 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 Yeah. Yeah, they would offend the, the British people. <laughs> you daft bugger or whatever you say. Yeah, I mean, it It looks cool, but that's because all Arc Systems fighting games look cool too. Yeah. <laughs> so like what's this game it, um, it amazes me how many of these fucking games they put out i guess is what i should say i think it's a guilty gear the the latest one um is that x or strive and that looks really good but i played it i do mm-hmm. not like playing it but it looks good no because it's the animation is not it doesn't feel like 60 frames like the animation itself oh, is in a different frame than like like Dragon Ball Z. That's mm-hmm. sixty frames, you know. Like when yeah. you put it's like input. This it looks like the cartoon, and uh, it's a different way. Like I mean, if you know Guilty, I mean, I don't know. I didn't play really Guilty Gear a lot. I think I played earlier ones, and I didn't even know about animation and stuff like that. So I know it wasn't like this, but. <laughs> this I mean I know it wasn't like it looked like this, uh, but I yeah. I was just pressing buttons. But with this, it's I think it's a you probably get used to it if you're into this game, but I just haven't gotten there. I'm like, man, this I don't like what this looks like <laughs> when I'm hitting. Like it's just I just kinda want to be people to move fast or something like that. Gosh. Maybe I could put the speed up. I don't know. But that's just how the that's how the game is, and that's what makes it different, I guess. And if you're a Gitsy Gear guy, maybe yeah, this is what you want. Uh right. but for me, nah. I just want everything to move fast and I press a button, you know, and just hit. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. We also have Match Point, which is a tennis video game that's out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. As you mentioned, Wimbledon's going on, so that makes perfect sense as to why you would release your tennis game then. Uh, we do they also make you have... take COVID tests in that game? Uh, yes, okay. they do. Yep. You actually have to... Bu- have to take a COVID test to buy the game. Oh, yeah, they implemented that on the digital stores now. So, but it Microsoft's will probably take a vaccine though, so that's good. Well, uh, <laughs> Microsoft does, Dominic, because they're affiliated with Bill Gates, and Bill Gates is trying to get his money from the vaccine that he's invented oh, to no. cure the disease that he's also invented. invented huh? <laughs> God, I say these things, and then I wonder if like. There's someone like taking that well, seriously. Well, that's what people just the conspiracy theorists say, man. All the well, I mean, like vaxxers. someone who's actually listening to this and then taking me seriously, oh. and then I regret everything I've ever said. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know you there are believe. people out there that you should that believe, believe it. it. That's what they say. You should believe it. This is all just a setup. COVID's not even real. I mean, you know, we live in a simulation. The world is a construct. I understand. All right, Dominic, Arcadegeddon, that's out on the PS5 now and PS4. You can get that as part of PlayStation Plus. Uh, that game just looks like Fortnite to me, basically. 
third person shooty multiplayer. It's gonna be bigger thing. than Fortnite by next time we talk about this. Uh, maybe I mean, it would be on the podcast. Be. It's gonna be the biggest thing ever. I don't know. <laughs> you mean uh, Arcadium presents Super Ultra Podcast Arcade? <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna get so big they're gonna buy us. I didn't even All see right, it on during Twitch. Let me see. It's up here. That's because it ain't on there, don't <laughs> All right, we also have Gwent Rogue Mage. That is, of course, as we mentioned earlier, now out on PC, uh, iOS, and Android on your mobile. And we also have Klonoa Fantasy Revere Reverie Series. Klonoa Fantasy Reverie Series. Is it on Switch? Uh, Yes, it is. And I am going to get that. It's out on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series. Switch, most likely. Okay. The game shouldn't have any trouble running on there, so I will I will uh, I will get it on there. And I'll get it on yeah. PC. <laughs> okay. And I'll I'll see how it is. I'll probably talk about it in the next podcast, I'm sure. But yeah. So I I think I, I've only seen like one review for it, but it was pretty positive, so glad to hear that. And uh yeah. That's it for me, Dominic. You got anything else for the people this week? Um, nah, man. I think I'm good. All right. Thank you guys as always. You can check us. Uh, uh, thank you guys as always for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at D Stallworth Five. I'm at Regulus MB. Podcast is at Superpod. S U P A P O D. Superpod.com is the website you can check us out there has links to all the places you can find the podcast including youtube where there's a video version of this podcast and of course audio versions on itunes stitcher google podcast spotify and any other place that you might be interested in getting your podcast fed up to you until next time guys talk to you later all right see ya